You are now listening to the Checkers Podcast. everyone and welcome back to the checkers podcast this is your host superstar dre i'm here with my co-host aj the diva please believe her okay and welcome to episode 17 yes of the checkers podcast glad to have you with us um so this week we're recording a little early yeah a day early y'all so i don't have any church notes for you but personal Ooh, advice give me something Y'all, Mercury is in retrograde. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Mercury is in retrograde in Scorpio from October 13th to November 3rd. Just please beware. Sage your house. Please. Do not let any of your fucking exes come back and disrupt your life I'm in indeed, any though. means. And that's push through. Push through. Yes. Push through this week. Like, that's the advice I want to give to you all. Just like, no matter what comes your way, what negative energy, just push through. So this week, we have a couple of congratulations to give on the check-in. Woo-hoo. So Fab and Emily gave birth to their baby girl. And this is a beautiful thing. I think this is Fab's first baby girl with Emily and her second daughter. You know what they say. What they say. He was a hoe. You're going to have a daughter. <laughs> the sins of a father. Hi, bendito. Fabulous. Comes through the Save, daughter. Saves your house. <laughs> he better do right. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Fab, you have a checkered past. You are my uncle in my head, but... Hi, bendito. You know. The things that you've done to Emily might, you know. But... Um, but congrats to them, though. Definitely congratulations to them. Nothing but love and well wishes to that baby girl mm. in this evil world. <laughs> And um, Nikki, it was confirmed this week that she had a son. So you were right. I told y'all. Nikki is such a boy mom. You were right. She finally got her son. All these bitches. Yeah. And now she has that literal. A literal. (laughs) So you know the wordplay. It's going to be crazy. And these new boys is going to go crazy. Going forward, it's going to be. You bitches can't even get next to her son. (laughs) From here on out. Okay. Let's be very fucking clear. But congrats. I'm we're, we're still waiting to hear the name. Yeah. Do you think it's going to be a celebrity style name, like a Blue Ivy? Or is it going to be like something regular, like a... I, I think it's going to be a celebrity name. But I hope she doesn't get too crazy because, again, the last name is Petty, as we spoke about This before. is also coming from the woman that called herself the Harajuku Barbie, so we don't know where it's going to go. This can go really left. Or really left. And, of course, the last name is probably going to be Petty at that. So last this name is, is Petty. Like, that's stamped on. So it's going to be crazy. Like, what, what do you think? I don't, I, honestly, I don't know what she's going to name her kid, to be honest. Prince Petty? <laughs> that's kind of cute. Prince Petty? That's a... <laughs> no. I like that one. I don't know. So let's just jump right into new music. Yes, we are here. New Music Friday. Please start off with her. Um, Please start off with her. Okay, we're going to start off with Whole Lot of Choppers Remix, 
with Nicki Minaj. What are your thoughts? She bought, she it's ate. It's her song. She ate. It's her song. Um, I love the little intro. She's like nine months pregnant. Like, <laughs> going that crazy, nine months pregnant, like, no, like, breath issues, like, total breath control. It's her just like flow, a flow, she was like a match. in pocket. This was a different flow, completely. Very. But it, but she was just, it was just, I just love the way she sound. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I just hope oh. that we just get, I hope our next Nikki project, like, honestly, I don't want no pop. I don't want, I want rap. And she was rapping. Like, I want 12 tracks of you bar, barring me down. Through and, and she, through. It was a lot of stuff in there. It was a lot to unpack. The hand-me-down bags. Yeah, let's let's get into a lyrical <laughs> deep dive, okay? Please, please. Because this had me going back to Birkingate. If y'all know, if y'all been listening to us week by week, mm-hmm. every early on we spoke about Birkingate mm-hmm. and how all these bitches all of a sudden, all these Birkin bags just popping up. They did Birkin wrong. <laughs> Let me tell you. So, Nikki, in her first verse, she goes, gotta pop tags. Bitches stunting in hand-me-down bags. I'm tough. She really, yo, you know what's so crazy? Like, she really shunned. Like, to Birkin shame is it's crazy. crazy. Absolutely crazy. So, if y'all don't know, like, you know, um, a lot of, like, socialites or whatever, like, if you see them with a Birkin bag, nine times out of ten, they probably got it from a site called, like, The So Real. The Real Real. The Real Real. Um... And these other, like, secondhand, um, high-end, but they're real bags, but they're secondhand, so the price is significantly cheaper than... Than in the store. Yeah, and so, you know, top-tier echelon, you know, if you want to get an Hermes bag... You got to be on the list. You have to be on the list. You have to be offered the bag. You have to wait. Like, you know, it's even even a certain type... It's even a certain Mm -hmm. amount of money you have to spend to even, like, get put on that list. So, it's very top-tier echelon, Definitely. So, if you... It's up. It's up and it's stuck and it's mm-hmm. and, and it's hard to get up there. So, um, the fact that she really bag shamed, I it's said, bitch, crazy. I ain't never get my bag from 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 the real world. Yeah, with this type of behavior. But then the following line, she goes, "It's sad, Burberry plaid, you and that drip that I already had." So with this Yo! line, people were coming for Carisha because, as you guys know, like. <laughs> Yo! What was that like last se- no two seasons ago? Two seasons ago, you know, Nikki that Burberry did the rollout. Tight set. Yes, Nikki, Nikki did the rollout to her Queen album. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Burberry set with the hat, this the um, iconic. Yeah, you, you know, you know, you know. Yeah, but then you know, recently, Carisha, I want to say within the last year, yeah, maybe Carisha did the same out. Burberry. Mm-hmm. And so you know the timeline and the bobs going. They went up. Great. JT like posted something about the hand me down bags and she had to delete it because people was talking about like Carisha under the comments. Right. So it was a whole thing. It um, was- she also had lines for Tay in there. What? Yeah, she was like had to book me in the dance. Ooh! That was for that was for Tay. Fuck a last minute, yes. That yes. was for Tay. So. Damn, he caught a straight. Mm-hmm. She left no stone unturned. <laughs> no just, stone unturned. This right here lets me know that Nick, like I just feel like Nikki got something. Her air is to the street <laughs> is what's going let's on here. Let's be very fucking clear. Okay. Okay. Y'all try to count her out. Never. A whole lot of choppers. Yes. Okay. So I'm excited. I'm like I really. Um, I heard this song um before and I liked it. 
Um, but Nicki, she just fit perfect. Like I don't like his, his. Um, don't like his his verse. It's because it's like weird. Like he's like rapping, but it's like a dance kind of record. Little bitch want ride it, so the yeah. bitch don't get a whole body. It's a lot. <laughs> I and love it's that like line lines with Suki, and you know how Ooh. I feel about her. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Hood rat like Suki, like. It's a lot. I mean, granted, this song came out prior to, you know, Suki really doing all Showing her whole. <laughs> <laughs> I just like that one line, like, told the bitch, don't get out her body. Don't get out your body. <laughs> Period. I really love that line. But all in all, this was really a standout for me um, for New Music Fridays. Period. Yeah. It, it's up. Yeah. Um, Young Blue. Do you listen to him? No. Okay, Young Blue, he's like a rap uh, arm, but he's like an R&B artist too. It's, it's, I don't know. They have him listening. Like a trap soul? Yes. Gotcha. Um, so I listen, I, I like his music. Um, he released an EP called Love Scars, The Five Stages of Emotions. Definitely like trap soul. Mm-hmm. And obviously the standout track is the first track on there, Your Mind Still, featuring Drake. And Drake just went to work on that verse. Like he... Mm-hmm. Like, essentially, the whole verse is like, I know you got a new nigga, and when you see me, like, you give me this hug. Like, it, it, it's just... Toxic Scorpio behavior <laughs> is what I'm getting from what you're giving. Through and through, yes. Okay. It, it very much so was toxic Scorpio I'm with behavior, you. but I love... Like, his verse was crazy. The song is really good. Um, I like Young, young, um, um, young Blue and his music. Um... And all in all, I think the project, it's eight songs, and I want to say it's I like... solid? Yeah, I like yeah I like six of them. Okay. Mm-hmm, so, next, we have Party Next Door. The, what, the party pack? And honestly, to be honest, Party could have kept this party pack, but I see what he did, because Drake did the whole... Um, care package? The care package. Right. So, this is very much so on brand with OVO and whatever. What they're doing. Okay. Um, the party pack included Persian rugs, a staple. Definitely um, a staple of college. Yes. The West District, Candy featuring Nipsey Hussle, Cuffed Up, Love That Song, and some other songs. Um, but, I mean, all in all, I feel like, though, one, some of these songs were on other projects that he already had, so I was just kind of confused. But... Mm-hmm. Um, because it gave, like, unreleased, but it was... But it was released. released. And so... I guess he's trying to monetize. Yes. I'm not mad at him, though. So, I'm happy about Persian Rugs, though. That was... Mm-hmm. Persian Rugs is a staple. Definitely a staple in his catalog. hmm What surprised me, this was actually sent to me, um, Brandy featuring Ty Dolla Sign, No Tomorrow. How was that? They went... Brandy went off. Like, she should have played this at the Versus and not that other shit that she was playing. Mm-hmm. Like, this was very, like, it was very current, but it was true to her. Like, she sounded really well. Like, she sounded really good on, on the on, on the song, Ty Dolla. Was she running? Because, you, you know, she's like, Sarah. No, she was not wrong. annoying. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... Um, no runs? No, but Ty Dolla, like, I He's think... He's good for a hook. Was he on a hook? Yes. And okay. he did this... I don't, I don't know. I felt the same, but, like... Um, SZA featuring Ty Ty, Ty Dolla was just like the perfect combo. Hit different is oh my. Like I just like that was just like the perfect combo. Like if Little Baby is Parsley, then like I don't know what Ty Dolla is. Like, like Sazon. Mm, maybe. Yeah. You know. So I really enjoyed that song. So definitely, um, you know, listen to that because I yeah that that saved to my. And this part too. So I wonder like what part one sounds like. Oh yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna check that out. Mm-hmm. 
Um, they released the video for Diana um, off of Pop Smoke's album. Light skin. Yeah, I need your number, and that's that. Period. The video. What did you think? I think they could have kept it. I just don't understand why are they doing this? Like, no one. Like, I'm thinking about like other artists when they've passed away. If the shit wasn't already made with them in it, like nobody is going that. hard to be releasing videos. Like I feel like they're just trying to keep his album streaming. I don't know. I guess trying to keep it on the billboards or whatever right. it is on, on the charts. But the video is just fucking pointless. You got a bunch of these random ass fucking bitches. Mm-mm. Fat asses with tattoos of pop smoke on their fucking asses, and they doing splits and all types Ooh. of stuff. And you got King Combs and all and all of the Combs brothers out all in Brooklyn. Damn, yeah, you got yeah. Justin there with his friends and wow. It was, I just feel like it was like the, a Ponderosa. Yeah, and then I feel like you know they also had like random clips of like pop or whatever as well. Was there clips that you haven't seen before? No, I've seen those before. Oh, and so it's just like I mean. <laughs> All in all, I just feel like the video did not match the song. Like, I feel like just do the do the lyrics video. Like, don't like I don't need all of that. Yeah. Like, or have like a really dope dance group. Like, do a dance to it or something if you want to really. I don't know. I just yeah. feel like it's just really weird with the rollout of everything. It's getting gaudy. Yeah, I just feel like y'all are, just respect that man and his art. Like, please. You know. Ugh, but whatever. I will say, I need y'all to pump out some more merch. Like, I want to get his. Yeah, no his shade. Merch. Yeah. Amazing. Through and through. I, I need, need that it. airbrush shirt. Mm-hmm. Just put the big wool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Absolutely. I second that as well. As on the same topic of pop, um, Lil Wayne um did a remix on I Style Automars, which is actually one of my favorite tracks. I style Automar. <laughs> <laughs> and Wayne flowed. Like Wayne flowed. Um Wayne did what he did. Period. Like Wayne I think player. I think this was actually like a real like actually appreciated that it felt really like authentic authentic and it didn't feel forced that like they tried to be clear Wayne is the blueprint for sure it didn't feel like you know they tried to get Wayne on here for it to do numbers like it felt like Wayne like it it felt like Wayne mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it felt like Wayne actually really heard the song was like I want to get on this and remix it and he gave something So, Wayne's versus Dope on that. So okay. That's what we got for new music. Right now, it's kind of dry, y'all. Like, it's the fourth quarter. Yeah. And all I'm saying is that I feel like the streets is really quiet because they know Aubrey is coming with something. Mm-hmm. And that's all I'm going to say because Aubrey promised us an album in 2020. Hopefully, we get it. And so... It's a lot of, like, rumors going around. Um, apparently, Cardi's supposed to get on that Event Leave song. Mm. And then people are also talking about, like, a feature... With Cardi and Nikki. I'm about to say, yeah. So. I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully, something's growing. I don't know if I believe a Cardi and Nikki song is coming. Why? I don't know. I feel like it'll be good. Like, I feel like they're both in new stages of their life. Like, I think they both let go of that petty beef that was happening. And they're both like mothers, you know? And I think that'll be good for the culture to see, like, those two strong female artists come together. However, I will say, if Nicki and Cardi do do a song, I want it to be a Nicki song featuring Cardi. Okay. I don't think a Cardi song feature... Like, I... When I say a Nicki song, I mean, like, Nicki, like, beat and... I don't know, because I 
I don't know. I get what you're you get saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want Nikki's team to be in charge of, like, beat and production. Because sometimes Cardi gets... Too manufactured. Too many... Mean, yeah. Totally. I get and what you're I'm saying. And I'm like, I don't want it to be... Like, I really want to hear them both rapping on the song. Yeah, I get what you're saying. So, 100%. you know, we here with that. And now, let's transition over into our checkup portion of the show. This is where yes. we give updates on things that we spoke about in the past episodes. Mm-hmm. And let's just jump into it. Yes. Yeah, so we spoke last week about the NSARS movement um, in Nigeria, um, a call to end police brutality and <clears throat> against the special anti-robbery squad. Yes. That is basically um, using intimidation and killings um, for the youth and the women, um, specifically in Nigeria. And mm-hmm. so Nigerian singer and songwriter Tiwa Savage um, she went on Instagram Live and she spoke about what's happening in Nigeria and she made a public plea to Beyonce. Yes. Right? And so she goes, um, I'm calling on Beyonce and her team the same way they use their platform to elevate and to show the world that black is king and how beautiful Afrobeat and Afro culture is. Mm-hmm. I want them to please use their voice and their platform right because the same country that birthed this genre is on fire right now. Yes. And of course, um, you know, she... Tiwa has, um, you know... Tiwa received a lot of criticism. You know, Beyonce stands. I, I, I am Beehive. Mm-hmm. Um, they were... They were <laughs> They were in the comments saying, like, oh, why do you, like, why are you calling on just Beyonce and blah, 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 blah. And Tiwa added that, like, you know, Beyonce shouldn't ignore what's happening in Nigeria. And she hopes that um, as an international superstar that she uses her platform to raise awareness. I feel a couple different ways. Tell me all your ways. Um, One, I feel like it's it's quite annoying that whenever, like whatever public crisis or whatever is happening um that Beyonce and Jay are the immediate like black folks go to of like you should be using your platform to speak up when we know time and time again that Beyonce and Jay do stuff behind the scenes they, they never do the they work. never do the shit for the timeline yes and so i think when you do stuff like this i think this <clears throat> sometimes I think Tiwa came from a great space. Like I don't, I don't, yeah. Like I don't think she was shunning or bashing Beyonce in any type of way. Yeah. However, media now takes this of what you're saying about you. Tiwa is highlighting her country, but now the media is highlighting Beyonce. Definitely. Right. And so that that messaging gets lost to those people. It definitely gets lost in translation. And also, I just, I just feel like it's something to be said about. Yes, celebrity culture and like the power of influence and awareness, but it's like we have to stop relying on that as well. Definitely, we found that out throughout the whole like Black Lives Matter movement. We have to stop relying on celebrities mm-hmm. to speak and you know use their platform for 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 good always. And it's like sometimes, yeah, I'm just torn between those two things. One, I think that I don't think that Beyonce is so out of touch. That after know. putting out a project of Black is King, she is not doing stuff on the back end right. to help and, you know, aid and whatever. Like, even the same thing with, like I said, Beyonce and Jay, like, way back when, I want to say early on, before Black Lives Matter movement was even, like, 
a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, J and B were meeting with Trayvon Martin's mom. Definitely. And we didn't find that out two years later. For sure. You get what I'm saying? So it's like... They're doing stuff. They never do stuff... Like, they... What, whatever they do, you you have to go looking for it, essentially. Yeah. Like, they don't put it out there. But, I, but like, I also get the same sentiment, the same sentiment of... You know the power of Beyonce of that if she put even if she just posts it to her page or she posts to her website the media attraction it'll get definitely. But it's like I don't know I, I just think it's a catch twenty two. Yeah, but I think something should be said about like she did definitely wear it perfectly. Like I don't feel like it was def it was like any sort of attack mm-hmm. on Beyonce. Yeah. Like it was definitely more so of a plead for a her plea. to do. Yeah, absolutely. So I definitely agree with how she did. Um, Tiwa. Hopefully everything goes well with this N Stars movement. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I've read, like it did end last week Sunday, but they're trying to like make sure that it's really like you know. Done. So hopefully everything goes well. We'll definitely be keeping you all posted on this movement. Absolutely. Um, next, we do have another Bri- yeah, a Brianna Taylor update. Yes. Um, Kenneth, her boyfriend, Kenneth Walker, sat down with Gail in a really um, personal interview where he basically recaps, you know, retells the story of that horrific night of March 13th um, when cops entered their apartment using a no-knock warrant. And it was was just really hard to actually listen to that. I've only watched the short clip that has gone viral. It's so traumatizing. Um, in which he, um, you know, he's, he stated that he's a million percent sure that no none of the officers identified themselves at yes. all. Um, and then even furthermore, um, you know, essentially he, he shares that um, a walker said that um, officers had, had asked him if he was hit with any bullets. And when he said no, the officer replied, that's unfortunate. What? Yeah. And so, um, that right there just shows, like, I mean, just think about how different Breonna Taylor's story would even be with both of them going, right? Right. Oh, my gosh. And just so much that the, um, you know, the the state has tried to do with, like, painting him as, oh, he shot an officer. And And he's a drug dealer. And he's this and he's that. And so... Once again, another heartbreaking update um, with the Breonna Taylor's case, but... You know, we got to keep saying her name. For sure. Through and through. And next, you know, we told y'all last week. We told y'all motherfuckers last week, do not write in Kanye's name we on the fucking... We definitely did. And what y'all go ahead and do? Write his fucking name in. Why did y'all do that? That's stupid. Let me tell y'all something. This presidential race is really... I'm. It's getting icky. It's getting really icky. <laughs> I just want everybody, listen, if you are in New York State, New York City, you can begin early voting October 24th. If you do not trust the whole mail-in ballot situation, I know I don't, so I'm going to do early voting. For sure. Um, because I feel like when I voted for the fucking primaries, I don't know who the where the fuck my vote went, to huh. be honest. Um, but Kanye dropped this past week his campaign video. So late. So late. Like, so late. Like, I don't know why he's allowed to do this. <sighs> um, and essentially, his campaign video felt like he was. 
nothing nothing about policy was mentioned so of course not it was nothing about policy everything about god and building family and i'm like listen this sounds like this is a cry for help for you of course that you want to fix you that, <laughs> yes you want to fix you and, and your family literally his whole fucking the entire time i'm watching this minute and 22 second campaign video he mentions God at least a million times. Of and I'm course. like, did you not... You don't know about the separation of church and state? He doesn't. He doesn't. And I feel like there's definitely something to be said about the fact that none of the Kardashians has openly supported him. Besides Courtney K. Oh, she's up his Courtney, ass. Courtney <laughs> gonna go post a fucking picture with the fucking vote for Kanye or Kanye whatever the fucking hat it says and bitch this is why they didn't want your ass on the show please cause this is what you're doing yeah we gonna get into that this is what you're doing (laughs) she's up his ass like come on mama the campaign video was all about yes we essentially like he wants us all to find God and all to have families and then this world will be a better place okay Kanye not addressing systemic racism institutionalized racism like your plans for the fucking country the f- <laughs> hello <laughs> the fucking wealth gap like nothing needs like I'm just like whatever and I, mm. it's just real easy. and y'all still writing his name and please do not please do not screw us over Cause another four years of Trump, like I don't know if I can do that. Like these last four years have been tough. Very tough. But another thing too, like make sure y'all check into y'all friends and just like make have no, those conversations. Sure. Because I recently had a conversation with someone and she was just like she's not voting, mm-hmm. and I was just like why? And her rationale behind that was very cringy. So just definitely make sure you're checking in with your circle to just make sure that everyone is on board to vote. Yeah, and even if you have to make a list of, like, the friends who voted, the friends who did not. And who you need to cut off. (laughs) (laughs) Like, please do so. Because, honestly, like, if you don't vote... Like, it's detrimental at this point. I literally don't want to hear you say anything to me. Point blank and (laughs) period. Because, bitch, you're going to find yourself on the fucking checkmate. Okay. (laughs) The next episode. Don't play. Um... Randomly, yeah. Ice Cube. Very random. Ice Cube from Niggas with Attitude, NWA. Very random. Came out as working with Trump. Now, I'm going to set the scene a little bit better, but Please. it was crazy. So, I think, la- actually, this ties into last week. Last week, we spoke about Trump. Um, you know, you gave Trump the big check for oh, his diamond his, plan. Platinum his plan. platinum plan, right? Right. Um, and essentially it came out that Ice Cube, um, he was, you know, meeting with the Trump administration in regards to this plan. Okay. And he got a lot of backlash though. Of course. Um, because essentially how it came out that is, it looks like he was working with President Trump, right? right? So he sat down with CNN and he spoke about, um, basically this contract with Black America, that he had released earlier this year to address racial inequality. Okay. Right? And, and specifically addressing the um, wealth gap and the, you know, income right. gap between black and whites. Gotcha. And so he said that I didn't go to run to work with any campaign, both campaigns, talking about Joe Biden and Trump. Right. Um, both campaigns contacted me. Both campaigns wanted to talk to me about the contract with black America. One campaign, this is Joe's campaign, said, we love what you have. 
Um, but let's dig into that after the election. And one campaign, this is Trump's, right. said, we love what you have. Do you mind talking to us about it? And that's what I did. So I didn't run to anyone. So essentially, he's saying that Joe, like both campaigns reached out to him. Um, but Trump's campaign essentially right. wanted to have a dialogue with him. Right. And I mean, do I think that we need to be in these rooms? Yes. Definitely. I just think that you have to be very cautious and cautionary because we've seen this play out with Kanye and Kim. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to leave Kim out of it for right now. But at least with Kanye, we see where that went. He went from putting on the Trump hat to this to that. And now we here. Like, you know what I'm saying? Definitely. So, I mean, I'm I'm going to want to believe, like, someone who came from niggas with attitude, NWA. Right. Like, you came from a... A place gangster, of sense. A gangster rap group that spoke about police brutality and inequities in the hood and all this other shit. So, I'm going to trust... Mm-hmm. That you went into these rooms with our best interests. I would have definitely helped so. And I, I just feel like he should have definitely had more control of the rollout. Absolutely. Because for the media to take it into their hands, like, you know how they're going to turn it. So Absolutely. But, you know, he said he spoke about, like, you know... Um, you know, blacks not owning stuff and, like, ownership and capital right. and those type of things. So, I think... I mean... We don't want to say this, but if you want to be technical, like that is a good com- like a a good conversation to have with a person like Trump. Oh, a hundred percent about capital ownership, and if Ice Cube can be the vessel, and I'm not saying that immense change is going to happen right away, but if he can be in those rooms to you know right. advocate and push out these ideas and how to help Black Americans, then you know. All the more I'm definitely for it. For child, sure. Child, child, child. But it's like kind of interesting that they wanted Ice Cube. You know? Mm-hmm. I also didn't know that he had this whole like contract with, with Black, Black America. America. That's, that's also very interesting. It's very interesting. Too. Yeah. Next up, we got, listen, Diddy is the jack of all trades, master of none. <laughs> master of none. Heavy on that part. I mean, maybe A&R because he know how to produce a good album. I will give him that. But... Um, as of Friday, Diddy has officially launched his own political party okay. called Our Black Party. Okay. And essentially, um, this party is for black folks to hold government elected officials accountable to us. Okay. <laughs> so he sat down in an interview and while he endorsed Joe Biden for president, he said he doesn't feel that um, elected officials um, make good on their promises to black people. Oh, 100%. Right. And so by having this um, black party, this political party is to, I guess, apply the necessary pressure um, to elected officials on their promises to the black community and how they will help the black community so i totally get what you're saying my whole thing is with this is we're a month away from elections this is what i'm saying you knew that this election would happen years ago why is this just now being put into effect that's my whole thing with this i'm also political party i'm also very unclear if is this like a party as in like 
an actual fucking party or is this just like a party in a sense of like an organized group yeah an organized group I'm gonna lean towards I feel like it's more so an organized group I don't right. think it's like on the same level as democratic or that Republican right but even that whole roller is like nigga right now is not the time to be talking about a political party please because we already got niggas writing in Kanye we already got the fucking what is the independent folks yes I need I need everyone to be clear that when you go to vote, you are voting for Biden. <laughs> like please. Period. Like please, like do not write Diddy, do not write Bad this Boys black Entertainment. Political party, please. Like make cause they will send your shit back. They will send your shit back talking about you're not registered to this party. Like, hello. It has happened to me. <laughs> So, please be clear on what you're doing. Do not let Diddy or anyone fucking make you deviate from Yeah. The plan. I mean, I think, like I said, I think timing is everything. And I feel like... This is poor timing. I just also, I think, I don't think it was smart to call this a political party. Period. Maybe a political organization, an affiliate. Like, I don't know. Not... I don't not even a know. Party. I, I don't even think to even tie it strictly just to politics. I just feel like, you know, what you're... I don't know. But all in all... Just so we are clear. Vote for Biden. Please. Por favor. Thank you. Um, also, Trump had a rally recently, and he basically said, like, if Biden wins, that he's leaving. And the whole entire social media was just, like, good riddance. <laughs> Please. <laughs> like, if that's not more of an um, reason for y'all to, To like, vote, vote for Biden. Because I would love to see him leave. Like, where are you going to go? Huh. And never come back. Please. But he ain't gonna go nowhere. Oh my gosh. He gonna be in fucking Wyoming. He gonna be with Kanye, please. Sick. Somewhere. Um. Also this week, Rihanna and her whole like Savage Fenty show received Child. backlash again. Again. Because Lauren Hill's daughter came forward. Do you want to talk about that? Yes. So we 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 we, we spoke about Sila. A couple weeks ago when she spoke about, you know, her mom. The abuse. Beating her, capital the, the neglect. <laughs> Corporal punishment. Yes. We sp- touched on everything. So yes. Um, I feel like she's definitely, like, a messy gal. Like, once her name comes across, like, you know trauma. it's some heat. I mean, but Lauren ain't no better. This is all true. You know. Um, but essentially, Sila um, took to social media, Instagram, and she called out Rihanna. <laughs> um, Yet again, Rihanna's <laughs> getting called to the pulpit. And I thought I would never see the day because you know the bitches love Rihanna. Huh. Like Rihanna can't do any wrong in my eyes. I feel like she just needs to get back to the music. You know she ain't never coming back there. But um, she she goes. I want I want to read her actual like post. Please. She goes. Quite a few of my friends brought this up to me. Let me stop right here. <laughs> bitch, not quite a few of your friends didn't bring up anything to you, bitch. I know you saw that Savage Fenty show. That was viral. So, movie. Yes, so please don't bring your fucking bystander as friends into this. But she goes, and I wasn't going to say anything about this. So why are we doing this post? Yeah. But I'm bothered. For those who remember. That's that's no, really the, 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 this the, is the, the cream. <laughs> the meat and the cream. She's bothered. <laughs> For those who remembered, I did not remember any of this. I did a primordial place in May 2019, and I put my heart and my soul, and and in parentheses, all the money I had into this project. And I don't know, is it just me as a young, independent, female, black artist? I genuinely feel robbed. I'm not signed to any label. I don't have any investors. I just have myself and my mother who is Lorna. (laughs) 
I just have myself and the people who support me. It took a lot to pull this together and to see it replicated almost exactly with no mention of my name or the work I previously put in is just ridiculous. And so she shared um, pictures um, on social media that essentially the aesthetics of like similar much to say with like bitch you can't prove it i have some things to say i just feel like people always do this like as far as like the artists and the um creatives of the world like they always come forward with oh this big name person or this big name designer replicated my sometimes it's clear as day this i don't think see like you didn't give me enough to make me feel like rihanna stole from but on top of that like who saw your project back in 2019 because i I certainly did i didn't hear about you until you came forward and said your mom beat you you was never on the bitch checklist so babe make two and two make four please because this is not I, i feel like she's definitely reaching but, you know, it's definitely going to go viral because Rihanna's name is involved. And Rihanna has not responded. Classy. She should never respond she to Miss Sayla because it's only going to go down for me. But also, I feel like the reason why she didn't respond is out of respect for her mother. That too. Big dog. That too. That part. Huh. Which leads me to believe that Sila, honestly, if you really felt like Rihanna stole from you, you could have had, you had, you had a personal conversation with her. Or you could have legaled up, you know, and took it to the courts. Oh, that too. That's what people do. But I just feel like a, a couple... I think to sit here and say, because honestly, the thing that she, it was their set design essentially. Bitch, what? Like, come on, baby. Set design? Come some on. Little, some little fake ass little green greens that you had laying around? Come on, sweetheart. I mean, I don't know. It, it just wasn't, I wasn't sold to make me feel like Rihanna stole. And also too, I don't think that Rihanna um, is the type of artist that would not pay homage definitely or even have her in the show because she had everyone else right so so I mean mm, this is definitely a reach but we'll definitely be watching on this Rihanna Savage Fenty yeah they try to come for Ri I I thought I would never see the day she needs to stick to music like you see what happens (laughs) (laughs) they try to come for you um y'all Back, this is Channel 12 reporting live at the Chum Bucket. <laughs> Not the Chum Bucket. <laughs> reporting live at the Chum Bucket. Um, apparently, McDonald's may have been using Travis to cover up. Cover up what? Did you know Please tell me. that McDonald's has not one but two outstanding racial discrimination lawsuits? I'm not surprised. I'm definitely not surprised. Literally. So, let me give y'all some backstory. One, the first lawsuit is filed by two former executives at, at McDonald's. And they claim that the company, and I'm quoting this. Executives? Con- yes. Got it for me. Claims that the company conducted a ruthless purge of its black leaders and fostered a hostile and abusive work environment for black executives and franchise owners. Sounds like Ellen. Right. Oh, and so the number of black employees in the upper level positions at McDonald's dropped from 42 in 2014 to just seven by last year. Wow. So for 42 black executives and upper level positions in 2014, in six years, they're just seven. Just seven. The second suit is filed by a group of 52 black franchise owners who claim that McDonald's 
subjected them to systematic and covert racial discrimination over the span of decades. Wow. The company alleged strong arming them into opening low locations in low income, high crime areas where sales were low than the nationwide average. Wow. Operating costs were higher and employee turnover was rampant. Black franchises were given less financial support and harsher internal harsher internal reviews than their white counterparts. Wow. And so essentially they saying that you know, to the public, this Travis Scott meal, and I think somebody else has a meal, too. I think a Latin artist. Let me see. Who? I forgot. I can't see. I can't find who, who else. Oh, J. Oh, J. 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 Balvin. Okay. They have their signature meals right now going viral at McDonald's. This is just boosting sales and just covering up the fact that They're McDonald's racist. is racist. I haven't eaten at McDonald's in years, so I'm aligned. I feel as though this is all facts. But it's just fucking crazy. And it's like, this is why as I think black people, as consumers, like we really are the pulse. And yes. so we really have to know what's going on. We really have to like, I try my hardest to do my like research of like, oh, if I want, like if I want something or like if I see something trending, like I, I try to get like, all right, where did this come from? And why? Why? Because mm-hmm. literally, y'all done ran out buying all these motherfucking chum chum patties, these motherfucking crabby patties. Uh, chum patties got it for me. <laughs> buying all these motherfucking crabby patties, and the whole time they using Travis as a fucking ploy, because that just came out of out of the fucking blue. Uh, yeah, and on LinkedIn because I've been on LinkedIn. Heavy, <laughs> you have all these fucking black marketers. Talking about this is such a huge opportunity for the culture and X, Y, and Z and the impact of black culture. Whole time they're trying to get their numbers right. It's a fucking band aid. It's the yo. Huh. So I mean, I'm interested. I would love to see if this makes makes it to Travis's desk to see what he has to say. Travis already got his check. That's so true. He's, and he's honestly, out. this probably should have came to your desk. Before, before you, you y'all decided to fucking buy it. Yeah, but that and before he decided checklist. to partner. Mm-hmm. But um, but that's what we have with that, y'all. We'll definitely be watching. Um, this week, um, Tony Braxton ate him up. Tony never speaks negatively but on socials. <laughs> I just want to preface this with that. Like she never is negative. Like everything is usually positive. It's mm-hmm. vocals. It's legendary. This week, we got a random black screen with white words. And you know nothing good come, comes from that. And it said, David, <laughs> you weasel, you ferret, you are beyond contempt. Once again, again, do not include my children in your shenanigans. Please leave my family alone. Please. So this went viral because, of course, like this is a Tamar update with Tamar and her boyfriend, who are no longer David Adefeso. Mm-hmm. And again, like we don't really know what's going on between David and the family, but for Tony to say something, I feel like that really lets us know, like it's giving big turmoil. And I think they have said that police has showed up at Tony's house looking oh, for Tamar. Shit. To serve with some type of papers or, or something. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. So, Tawanda posted a video basically explaining Tony's comments. And she was like, Tony is okay. 
she's just really pissed off at David, as we all are. We don't appreciate or condone the way he is handling the situation. It's e- it's even deeper than you guys can imagine. You guys only know the surface of it. So, have you watched Tamar show? I only seen the first episode. Oh, child. Well, let and me tell you something. You've been keeping up. Oh my gosh, tell me something. I'm just gonna say, not for nothing. Like it's getting weird on the show. So the last episode I saw, it's four episodes so far. Last episode I saw, essentially David right now is playing the role of trying to get her, her one of her sisters, I forgot which one, to speak. Trina. She has so many sisters. Yeah, I think it's Trina. Um, Like trying to get them to like mend their relationship. So like right now the show is painting David in a good light. Right. He did think that her like dream coach is a witch. That's a different story. Oh my gosh. But not a witch. No, literally. And you know he African, so you know he'll be that voodoo. Mm-hmm. Aye, aye, aye. So I don't I don't know how I feel. I don't know about I don't I generally don't get what's going on. Because Tamar also spoke out. Yeah, she was basically she tweeted she, like no one wins when the family feud. Yeah. Which kinda like doesn't really give like, us anything. Bitch. And you like, feuding. I don't like when bitches do that. Like, if it's be between you and your family, like, I feel like you should just choose your family. Especially at this point where we know, like, things are coming out of him trying to sue you. He's, like, fucking filing police reports against you. Yeah. And your family is defending you. So, I hate when people do that. So, that's definitely something. Yeah, that's what threw me off. Like, Tamar's comments, like, it didn't take the side of anyone. But, but Very neutral. But... But I wouldn't even call it all the way neutral. I feel like some of it, it sounded like she was still signing with David. So I was just confused. And she's so- all like the family feud. Like, he's not your family. <sighs> Please. But, you know. So we'll definitely keep you all posted on this Tamar update. Um, a couple weeks ago, she said that she's going to put this into the music. So hopefully we get some quality on yeah, our I'm new waiting. music segment because we need it. Um, also this week, Tori Gate continued. <laughs> Tori had an arraignment this week. Yes. And it was pushed back to November. Mm-hmm. He was also given instructions to stay away from Megan. <laughs> and he's also, like, in the club throwing fucking dollar bills. So, it's giving big drama. We will definitely see what took place. Um, Tori's security guard actually spoke out this week. Really? And it was a guard that wasn't really working that night. Oh, so then why are you speaking? Exactly. So he was basically like speaking to Tori's character, I guess. Okay. Basically saying like how Tori treated women in the past. Like he would never do something like that. To well, me. the gun went off. So please, <laughs> I don't, don't want to hear like, like we are not, the gun went off and it wasn't rubber bullets. They are really giving like PR scheme, PR stunt. Like They're sick. For sure. Like really sick giving like cover and like build character <laughs> and all this other shit. Um, also this week in terms of like Tory Gate, Jason Lee spoke about um, Cardi B's party. A lot of tea was spilled in and that. And I was there clip. sipping with him. Yeah. That was that was a goodie. So in the last episode I told you guys I saw Megan like in the videos and she was like staring off into a bliss. She was drunk off her ass, like really cutting up. Mm-hmm. We found out that um, through Jason that Tori was in fact very much drunk. And that, you know, we also spoke about EJ, her hairstylist. Mm-hmm. Um, Jason mentioned that 
Megan saw EJ in the party. And it went up. And it went up. Like, Megan had her hands in his face. Mm-hmm. He, JT got involved. Yes. He even, like, went to um, do, like, a whole description thing, basically mentioning that Megan is a large woman. <laughs> and that she was very much pointing aggressive. fingers. And very much aggressive with EJ. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like that also paints the picture of, like, what took place that night. But we'll be watching. Um, this week, Megan had a PSA with New York Times, I believe. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she had did a little. She 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 did a little op-ed. Mm-hmm. And she was definitely on her feminist shit in this PSA, giving yeah. big drama, um, showcasing a lot of different females from Malibu, Mitch to a whole bunch of other names that you may know. Mm-hmm. And she was basically saying like. As a black woman, you got to be strong because that's just what's expected. Mm-hmm. So that's true. Yes, but I feel like she's like on some whole like feminist movement all of a sudden. Don't want you leading, and it's kind of weird to see, especially given the fact that she's been quiet about the feminist movement for throughout her whole career until she got shot. So it's like how convenient. So I feel like on both ends, they're like building their character up for the public and it's just like at this point like I just want them both to like sit down and just tell us what took place like all this other bullshit is for the birds literally you know so it's definitely getting weird like I need a fucking dateline special that's it like have them both sit down on two separate times just detailing what took place and then put it together and we'll be <laughs> Then put it together, yeah. guys, for me. And we'll be done. Can we also talk about how... Can we also talk about Meg and Kehlani really quickly? Yes. Ciao. So, so Kehlani went on an unfollowing spree. She basically unfollowed everyone off her Instagram, <laughs> including Megan. People highlighted Megan due to the fact that Kehlani and Tori, they had a close a song. song and a close relationship. Mm-hmm. And then because um, Kehlani took Megan up the song, it was backlash between her and Tori. Tori mentioned her in his album. So it was a whole thing, basically, like, questioning Megan's character. Essentially, all I want to say is this is why I've been asking Meg to lay the fuck low. is because all this celebrity outpour of support... Let me tell you, that's it's baloney. for them. It's baloney. It's, it literally is Belugna. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is Oscar Mayer Belugna. Yeah. Because literally all these celebrities wanted to do was to save fucking face. Get a little so, clicks off of you. Yes. And that's that. Granted, Kehlani, you have some whack-ass, some weak-ass excuse of like, oh, I'm following everyone because I want to get down to zero. Bitch, you not Beyonce. Please, honey. Spare me. Please. I don't even listen to your music, Kehlani. <laughs> but it's like, I just feel like that right there, like, Kehlani, you went on this whole thing of like, yeah, I took Tori off the song because I stand with women and blah, 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 blah. And then now a couple, like, I'm, listen, this industry is really different. Cutthroat. It Very is. Cutthroat. It's like, stop it. Like, less is more. You Please. need to speak less and Please. you'll be okay because things will not come back to you. But I feel like for Period. sure, like, with this whole, like, trial underway, like, we'll definitely be getting more updates on Tory Gate 100%. Absolutely. And just to be clear, the state of California has charges out against Tory, not Meg. And so, like, that's another layer of that, too, because it's, like, essentially, is it related to Meg? Situ- like, is it related to the... To 
to the attack on her, yes, but or is it just I an think example? it's but I but I think it's just I think you know it is gonna be hard to I'm not gonna say hard, but it's gonna be tough. I want to see what this outcome is going to be legally. Just She's be- just gonna have to start speaking the truth. Like now we're talking legal. Yeah, you know, like this is no She's longer her Instagram live. Like this is really some she shit is. where you could get but locked now, up for perjury. But 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 also now that she already put so much out legally, like the courts has that. Like I don't like I don't know what y'all think that like the courts don't be on Instagram and they definitely <laughs> they, do. They have all those records, and so it's like it's interesting. I don't know. It's just gonna be interesting. We'll and definitely watch when it. I what I will say is that nine times out of ten, when the state takes out when when the state files the charges against a person they have that defendant has yeah but also that defendant has that leverage too it's something about like state prosecution where it's like they just can't close the case so this would be very interesting it'd be fucking legal legal loopholes and this and that and so I think we we may see and this is really unfortunate but like we may see where because of Meg's choice to not speak up in that in that in that moment when it occurred mm-hmm. that might come back to her to where he might not get the sentence that we think he's going to get oh got you because they know? were saying that he could do up to like 25 years yeah yeah he can do up to but what will he get this is true because everything got to be based off of what you can prove this is true and so you know that's where the legalities of things and it's like who said what when the statement was taken and what you're doing now and how I can paint you to be untrustworthy or unreliable or right. a certain type of way. That's why so, everyone is trying to like build character. This is, yes, definitely build But character. I feel like definitely because like labels are involved as well mm-hmm. and they have investments within these artists, like they're also going to push for truth and justice. No, they're going to push for this to just be over. That too. I don't think they push it for justice, Joe. We'll be watching. Mm-hmm. Tory Gate will continue. Um, this this week we also got uh, um Dr. Dre slash Nicole Young update. Oh, Joe. So L. A. Again, L. A. Is not fucking around. I'm telling y'all blacks to stay out of there. L. A. Is not fucking around. So Nicole Young is currently under investigation by the LAPD for embezzlement. Embezzle, embezzle. <laughs> The only Bezwa knows on my watch. Shame, Okay. So as you guys know, like a couple of weeks ago, we mentioned how Nicole basically like stole hundreds of thousands of dollars from a joint company that was created from mm-hmm. Dr. Dre, Nicole, and another business partner. Yes. So now like LAPD has launched a whole investigation. So we'll definitely be keeping you all posted on that as Child. well as that story develops. Um, Not the motherfucking embezzlement. Embezzle. Okay. This divorce is getting weird. Really nasty. But you know when money is involved, it always gets nasty. Mm-hmm. Speaking of divorce, um, Cardi <laughs> B basically called off her divorce with off set. He won. <laughs> he definitely won. He won. <laughs> he won. Good for him. <laughs> Good for him. So basically this week, Cardi mentioned that Offset is like her best friend and it feels really weird not to speak to your best friend and all these other things. How she missed his dick. Yes. Yes. She mentioned that because a lot of um, social media followers and just social media people in general 
were saying that um, Offset abuses Cardi, which is why she's going back after filing for divorce. She went on her fucking socials making light of the situation, basically saying, like, she's not being abused and how she's the one to get physical. And it's like, what? I'm actually doing the abusing. What her, like, it's just like, bitch, like, abuse doesn't have to be just physical, you know? So that was also, like, a, a red flag for me. And then she went on to basically joke about the whole thing. And, like, she's taking her nigga back, long story short. And it this spiraled like a lot of like conversation too on the mm-hmm. timeline of like this is why I stay out of my homegirl's relationship yeah. because she's gonna take she him back. Like, and honestly, we do know our friends that be doing shit like that. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Like I've been in plenty of situations where I'm telling her leave, 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 or him leave, 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 and then they're right back mm-hmm. with the shit. I just you know listen. Stay in people's business. <laughs> I, yeah, one stay in people's business. Two, I personally just. I just didn't like her whole, like, downplaying of, like... Abuse? Downplaying of abuse, but also being like, oh, like, I miss the dick. It happens. I just feel like it's just so... The thing... I love that Cardi is herself, but then sometimes it's like, bitch, think about what is actually what you're saying. The fact that you have people that look up to you. You have young girls, young women that look up to you. Mm-hmm. That really internalize the shit that you say. And take it as Bible. Yes, and now this is what they like. You know what I mean? And and I know like whatever celebrities they don't sign up to be role role models or but whatever they the case may be. But you are. Yes, and you guys know that when you guys partner with these fucking companies and y'all pushing products. So and so I just feel like downplaying like the like abuse on any sort, and then also just being like, yeah, I went I went back to him because because I just feel like. Essentially, she she tried to say she was like, you know how I be on here arguing with with y'all in the comments. That's how I be arguing with Offset, and I'm like, no, clearly it's something deeper than that. But at this point, I don't even care. So I have like this is off the cuff. I have like a checkpoint that I just like thought about. Mm-hmm. So basically, like um, you just mentioned like arguing, mm-hmm. and they're like in a relationship. So like last night, I was like talking to some friends. And basically, like, we were talking about, like, arguments in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And the way how it came about was, like, we were just talking about, like, I was saying, like, in my future forever partnership, like, I don't want to argue, especially, like, in front of people. Mm -hmm. And they were saying, like, that's inevitable. Like, you have to argue. Like, that's a part of relationships and stuff like that. So my checkpoint to you and to, like, the checkers is, do you think arguments are embedded in relationships absolutely i mean we, we, nobody agrees with people all the time so that would be a disagreement like i feel like it's important to differentiate the difference between a, a disagreement and an argument okay like an argument is me like really like coming out of a character calling you out your name vice versa but see but see i don't think that an argument needs to go there you don't feel like a disagreement needs to go to an argument no no no, no. i think that you i think in relationships you have disagreements right yes Right, and so I'm gonna say an example of a disagreement is, you know, you want to go to fucking Tulum, I want to go to Vegas. Right, so that's a disagreement, right? Right. And, an argument may be of something of like, you know, maybe I said something a bit harsher than expected, and so you took it a certain type of way, and so now we are arguing about that, right? Right, and it's I, a big anger. Yeah, but I think even in that, what I want, what I've been practicing even in my own relationship is like being healthy. Like I think there's a way to healthily argue in a way in which you are conveying how you feel. 
you are conveying your emotions. Like you're not minimizing the the anything the that you are feeling. You are not minimizing anything that you are feeling. However, you can. I just. So, what would you say is the way to like healthily, healthy to have a healthy argument? I just think that you just don't go to those depths. Like I, from my, I've been in relationships in the past where when we argue, we was really violating each other. Right. And for me, it feels weird. Like after you patch things up and you know that you and that other person really said some hurtful shit to each and other. And that's still lingering. That's still lingering. And even though y'all might have patched it up and y'all done had makeup sex and y'all laying in bed and shit is great. You're in the still- back of my mind, that's still there. It's still there about what you said, but also what I said to you. Absolutely. And so now, so now, like, I'm not going to lie, like, in those relationships, from those very heated arguments that went to that negative place... I'm looking at you now like I'm like this is supposed this to be a person felt. this is this is the person that I'm supposed to confide and tell my secrets to we we'll get in an argument and it's but in, in an argument and I'm not and I'm gonna sit here and I'm be tra- transparent I have been that person that has thrown something into my face that, that you have told me in confidence right because we are just so heated and, and I heated and I don't feel good about that so do you think like that has to happen like I don't think that that has to happen at all and basically like that was my whole thing like within the conversation because basically like the people I was with were saying like that's inevitable like it ha- like it's and will, I was- will 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 things get heated will voices get raised maybe yes I don't think that we need to go to the that low point, blows to that low blow and I feel like that's something that's like normalized within the black community mm-hmm. but I was basically saying like in my forever relationship going forward like, I want to be able to, like, just communicate. Like, we can have disagreements, mm-hmm. and you can know how I feel, and vice versa, but it shouldn't get to a point where I'm, like, really going low, you know? Fighting low is not... It's it's not healthy, because mo- no matter where you slice, no matter how much love you have for that person or whatever, if you know that you and that other person can really take it there and really hurt each other... That's not healthy. It's not That's healthy. toxic. It's not healthy. And it's like, how do you feel? Like, I felt crazy laying up with the person that I really violated. Like, yeah. I really said some hurtful shit to you. And I know in the back of the mind that that plays back in your head. And, and the shit that you said to me plays versa. back in mind. And it's just like, oh, like, like I got a lot of different reactions to it. Mm-hmm. And basically, like, my whole thing was if we speak about it, like, hey, like, we're on a good term right now. Probably just even getting to that level. And I'm saying, like, hey, like, if we're ever supposed to even get to that level, like, I'm going to walk away. Mm. Like, I'm not going to sit here and engage with you on that level because Absolutely. it's like nothing good is going to come of it. Absolutely. You know, like, we need to get to a point of, oh, like, I'm calm now. I'm calm now. Okay. Like, we can speak on a disagreement. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And it was just like that. seeing the reactions really let me know, like, and even your reaction, like, let me know, like, how common that has become like within the black community and like in terms of like relationships absolutely arguing and just like that toxic of going low and like really just like like, tearing at people's self-esteem like in a relationship and whether you're doing this interpersonally or like i know we've seen where somebody had took the instagram airing out their partner this is that like that shit that's not good and but but then you see that same person back with that it looks cr- like it's crazy. It's, it's like how can you really be functioning as a pair, as a unit? And it really got to a point too where I was saying like, if something was supposed to happen, because you know, like things do happen. Mm-hmm. That was brought up in the conversation. Like, if something was supposed to happen where 
for like say we spoke about it like oh like you're never gonna get like too rowdy with me or too like you're never gonna go low yeah and okay like say you go low and I'm like okay like you went low we're still in a relationship like are you gonna let slide if it happened again like are you when are you gonna leave is basically what it came to Mm. and I was like if it happens a second time I'm leaving because that becomes a pattern that is a pattern like you let it happen once it's like okay once I told you twice hello (laughs) so it's like for me to accept that again like all right, here we go again we're arguing again and you're bringing up fucking things that I told you in confidence while we were on good terms and now we're in an argument and you're like X, Y, and Z. This ties me back into fucking girlfriends. Remember when we spoke oh, about yes. girlfriends and toxic relationships and healthy relationships? Mm-hmm. This is even something, y'all, that like even in any type of relationship, friends, romantic, whatever it is, even fucking family. Right. Right? Definitely like disagreements, family. arguments, like it should never get there. And I even think about like certain friends like me, like for me, like, for instance, I'm no longer friends with someone that I was friends with 10 plus years, right? right. And still to this day, I have never, I, I have never spoken about any of her deepest, darkest secrets to anyone. Right. I have never, like, I, I just, I, I just cannot do that. And I feel like this reminded me of Joan and Tony a lot mm. in Girlfriends because they fought nasty to each other. They, whenever it was a big blow up, like their intense shit, it always revolved around them really low blowing each other. That's why you can't keep a man. That's why you can't do this. Or that's why so-and-so left you. Or this is why you don't have this. This definitely happens, you guys. And it's like, we see Tony and them. They do this cycle of like, they low blow each other. They get into these huge fights. They don't speak. Then they make up and whatever, right? And they do this cycle and cycle up until motherfucking season six where I don't know what happened bit, oh sorry <laughs> but I'm not but, but up until season 6 where literally the relationship is just done because it's just been strained like you have years yes you have years of this toxic ass fighting friends are gonna disagree argue whatever 100% I can never and that's the shit that becomes toxic when it's like you claim that you love someone so much but you are consistently dis, 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 disrespecting them consistently it's not and it's fu- not and I feel like that's definitely something that's been like normalized too. Like we have to argue for our relationship to be strong. Yeah, no. You know, like I don't want that. It don't matter like how that's bad so we work. argue. It depends on like how we come back. You know, and even that too. Like no. as you mentioned, like we said some low blow stuff to each other, but in the back of our heads, like we're both still thinking about yeah. those low blow things. So it's just like that should not be normalized. How can I? I want. I want my partner. I want my relationship to be my safe space. Period. So if we can, we can argue whatever the case may be. But it's like if I know that you have the ability to really violate me like that, I'm never gonna feel safe with you. Hello. And then ever it comes out like to like I'm the type of person like I'm very vocal and mm-hmm. like I communicate anything mm-hmm. and everything mm-hmm. so like it takes an argument for you to tell me oh x y and z like that's why you da 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 and then afterwards we make up i'm still gonna know like that's how you feel mm-hmm. so it's like of course i'm gonna leave like i'm not gonna stick around and wait for us to argue again again and then for you <laughs> to throw that in my face you know so Definitely, I think that was a great little. That was that was, know, that was that was really good. Definitely, let us know your thoughts on that little topic. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that, let's transition over into our big check portion Looking of the show. Okay. Check 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 check. Um, Forbes. 
came out with the list of America's richest self-made women, honey. Self-made? Self-made, child. So I'm going to just go through the list and we can talk about it. Um, Within the top 10, of course, number nine is who? Oprah Winfrey. At $2.6 billion. A billy. A billy. Okay. A billy goat. Um, let me scroll through. Number 24, we have Kim Kardashian West at $780 million. Okay. We have Kylie Jenner at 29 at $700 million. Wait, so she's really not a billionaire? They gave her the couple <laughs> already, so I'm going to just leave that. There. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, we have... Rihanna at 33 at $600 million. Honorable mention, we have Madonna. I love me some Madonna, y'all. I'm I don't know if y'all know. Madonna. You know, Madonna, um, she didn't want to work with um, this guy. I forgot what's his name because he's a Scorpio. Oh! But continue. Why'd she do that? She don't like Scorpios. Oh, I love me some Madonna. <laughs> Damn. Madonna is at five at number 40 at $550 million. Um, Hold on, I have a few more. You have Miss Beyonce Knowles at 55 at 420 million. We have Miss Ellen DeGeneres at 59 at 370 million. And I need it was somebody else, Chris Jenner is somewhere. Oh, Serena Williams at 83 at 225 million. Wow. And Chris Jenner is at 92 with 190 million. Okay. Um, yeah. So, so, my whole thing is with this, is they said America's rich is self-made. Oh, here we go. The self-made part, because think? Kylie Jenner, be clear, her father was a fucking millionaire due to his work in the Olympics. Her mother was a millionaire due to her work with fucking E and fucking rebranding. And fucking having a whore daughter. Kim Kardashian. You know, <laughs> so it's like, she came up into money you know like even if you watch the show I just don't know what they define self-made as that's really what I want to get at like if you watch the show like they talk about how, like how they grew up with fucking OJ and Jimmy Kimmel and a whole bunch of people down the block so it's like are you really self-made like you grew up into money I don't know if it's but see that's not I think yeah I don't know how they defined self-made it's I don't know it's clearly used loosely I don't know if it's self-made in our terms in the black community of like really coming up out the fucking mud or is it that you just launched a business that went up that that went up and I'm gonna go with the latter I think it's that yeah. to be honest okay I'll definitely give them the big check mm, congrats to them um I'm giving my big check to Coming to America. Yeah. So, as you guys know, Coming to America is like a staple within the black community. Apparently, um, Coming to America, the sequel, was recently sold to Amazon for a whopping $125 million. Um, Apparently, the king is coming back to America because he has like a son so that's definitely something that's gonna be great. Yo, Amazon definitely be having the shows. Amazon got some ghetto shit on it too that be mad good. Really, you gotta put me on. I, I recently just got up. into um the boys. Ooh, what's that? It's like a superhero move show. Mm-hmm. But basically, like the superheroes aren't really like superheroes. Oh my God, I watched such a good series on Amazon. I can't remember the the name of it, but it was about like the afterlife and like essentially like you die, but then you like essentially like you can still like live 
if like somebody's living like basically like you go to like this like resort. Oh, not a resort. Like essentially, like that. You like, gotta that's tell me that. I, I definitely need that. Show, that show's so good. I'm explaining it really bad. That and that's because the name escapes me right now. But yeah. it was so good. I definitely yeah, got some shit on there. Yeah, I spent the whole week watching the boys, but mm, okay, I'm gonna tune into that. Um, my other big check is going to Lamelo Ball. Mm-hmm. You know, he comes from the Ball family. So after parting with um Big Baller Brand. It was pretty much... He had, like, a whole bunch of different offers on brand partnerships. And Puma was able to secure the bag with him. Apparently, um, he signed a deal that's rumored to be around $100 million mm. for some sneakers and some other Puma, type Puma of Puma got some cute shit. Because Meek designed some sneakers, I think, for Puma. Oh, oh, where did that go? They were cute. <laughs> <laughs> But apparently, um, included in this deal is a private jet. What? So Lamelo will be fucking flying high. Okay. Ooh, the PJ. Okay. Yeah, Pooh will be giving out the check. You see what Nipsey? Hello. A big thing. Mm-hmm. We're gonna talk about Nipsey too. But um, my other big check is going to Michael B. Jordan. Um, I think we spoke about it a couple weeks ago. There's a um, Static Shock film coming to um screens soon Ooh. Michael B will definitely be um, producing Good this film last last week he was on here for the lift campaign Good yes yes now he's set to produce um, this film with Warner Brothers as well as DC Comics and Static Shock has been like a staple within my childhood for years I'm like, like that's a childhood phase I literally used to wake up on Saturdays and watch it on fucking WB11 mm-hmm so I'm definitely excited to see that and especially like with the passing of Chadwick who was our Black Panther absolutely I'm definitely excited to see the resurgence of another Black superhero did you see the video of fucking um little baby son Jason yes crying after fucking Aisha told him that black but also, I was that. wondering why she waited so late. Like, exactly. My whole thing is, why would you record him crying and post it on social media? We know Aisha is just miserable. <sighs> A sick bitch. But um, I'm definitely excited to see that. Also, um, Ludacris is on my big checklist because he, he has a daughter by the name of Karma. Mm-hmm. She, uh, he has, like, a show coming to um, Netflix based around... Karma. It's called Karma's World. And it's basically um, the story of a little girl who has plans of becoming like within the music industry. He's really such a girl's dad. For sure. So I'm definitely excited to watch that. Apparently she's like 10 years old. Her name is Karma Grant. She's an aspiring musical artist and a rapper. She's smart. I love that. Resilient. A show center around a black mm-hmm. little girl. And deeply empathetic. She puts her all into songwriting while she's pursuing her dreams. She is starting to understand the emotional power that words and music can have. And we all know music has got us through some dark times. Absolutely. So I'm definitely excited to see an animated series surrounding this. Absolutely. On my big checklist, I have Nas here. So Nas, I'm going to say back in 2014, he made an investment, a $4 million investment in this company, um, in this doorbell security company. Oh, the doorbell. I wanted one. Ring, right? I wanted one. And um, it has been recently acquired by Amazon, 
right, for $1.1 billion. Wow. And essentially, um, Nas' $4 million investment landed him $40 million. Black people, we need to invest. I think that's really what this is telling us right here. We need to invest. And I'm just like, yo, like, it's so crazy. All y'all that got the fucking unemployment money and are doing the fucking unemployment scams. Like, I'm doing motherfucking, what is this? Y'all need to invest in something. Whether it's a business, something. What is that fucking Robin Hood app? Like, I need my shit to go up like that. Up and suck. Okay. Make sure y'all invest, black people. Um, and I want to give an honorable to Juicy J. This is, like, quite funny. And what I did hope, he do? And I hope that this comes into fruition. And I will say, one thing Juicy J is good about is getting his mother motherfucking back pay, his back in. Okay. Okay? So, Juicy J put out a tweet um, last week, like, good morning, y'all. I just found out that Arby's used a 3-6 sample um, in, their, in their commercial without clearing it. Hmm. Wow. And so, um, I'm just hoping that 3-6 gets his motherfucking back pay. Point blank and period. I'm hoping that Juicy gets the motherfucking back play pay for this motherfucking sample. As he should. Um, it was a 2017 um, commercial that um, promoted Arby's triple thick brown sugar bacon sandwich. I have never tried this thing, so I don't know. Sounds like a heart attack. Right. Um, but... Let me tell you, Juicy J, one thing's for sure, two things for certain. He's going to secure that bag. He is going to secure it. So I cannot wait to hear about how much money he got from this. Please. So that's my honor. We'll be watching. My honor was going to my queen, Nicki Minaj. Of course. Mamas went from 50K for a Verso album out to a whopping $500,000 for a feature. I can't afford her. Like, apparently, um, DeVito recently... He's working on a project, so mm-hmm. he came forward in an interview basically letting everyone know the queen's not cheap. She's charging 500k for a verse. And yeah, like I just feel like that's a big check for her, and I feel like it's just reassuring everyone. Like Make sure you guys know your worth. If you're applying to a job and you feel like you deserve 90 fucking k, get that 90 fucking k, okay? Because you're more than good. And now let's get into our checklist portion of the show. This is where we talk about everything current, everything yes, hot. Y'all. Okay. And let me tell the next few topics. Well, we're gonna yeah, we're gonna talk a lot about this episode about baby mamas because they be miserable. Yeah. And I've always said I have never <laughs> met a happy baby mother. Baby mothers do not be happy. They don't. Through and through. So, we're going to start off with congratulating the Lakers. They won their championship. Woo! Congrats to them. What is this? I think this is LeBron's fourth ring. He did it in the bubble. LeBron has been doing this. Great to him. Love him. Um, However, the the standout of this championship is not LeBron. It got real messy real fast. It's Dwight. So... A little backstory: Dwight Howard has had like such a legendary career in in, in the NBA, most notably for not having a ring, right? Uh-huh. So this is his first ring. So like, you know, he got on Instagram live. He was very emotional about like, you know, sticking with it and you know, stick stick to your dreams and blah blah blah, yes, push and et cetera, through. push through. <sighs> and somehow, in the midst of his Instagram live, he shared his screen 
and his text messages popped up with his wife and essentially she was like you know go on and have a good day like have a good night have fun with them hoes basically yeah, yeah like essentially like have fun with your friends or some shit right it was so, even a fever it was mm-hmm. and um and so the live ends abruptly oh boy oh boy it always ends abruptly if y'all don't know so let me you know if y'all are old OG fans of basketball wives Royce y'all know Royce, Royce. Evelyn got her together she was like what do you even do and she was like I got a book out Evelyn was like bum you're a bum <laughs> <laughs> classic literally if you you literally had to be there um Royce wasted no fucking time of course Okay. She's so, bored. So let me tell you. So Dwight accidentally shares his screen with his text messages of him and his boo, right? Ends the live. Woo. <laughs> right hot on the motherfucking presses is who? Motherfucking Royce. What her book out. Here's, oh, God. <laughs> Here she goes. She she throws up text on the fucking black, black screen. She goes, damn, imagine it being one of the happiest moments, days of your life. And someone who's supposed to be your sanity and celebrate with you comes at you with some childish drama all for the world to see. How embarrassing. Not all for the world to see. Like, she didn't send that to you in a private text. Talking Boys. about you knew what you signed back back up for, right? Oh my However, God. she didn't let up, y'all. They never do. She, she did not let up. Yo, she continued and essentially... She just went the fuck off about how essentially Dwight Howard is an absent father in her child's life and how he doesn't come around and see the kid and how even though, you know, she is basically being mommy and daddy and still promoting, you know, her son having a good relationship with her father, even though with with his father, even though, you know, he didn't want to congratulate him and X, Y and Z and all of this nonsense. And so, the reason why I'm covering this is just because I want to know, how did you get from point A to point B? It was a moment. Royce needed a moment. You know, like, I feel like that's really just what took place. Royce needed time to air out Dwight. And what better time than him winning a fucking championship? But, like, she always airs him out. Like, I'm just like... People don't be watching. Also, were we... And was I the only one out of the loop that Dwight was married to this girl? So, let me tell you something. Because didn't he have a little... Yes, that's what I want to get into. So Dwight, um, a couple years ago, was entangled with a trans woman. And it was a big thing. Oh, Dwight is gay. Dwight is gay. Dwight is gay. So I do feel like this is kind of like a beard. And for those of you who don't know, a beard is like a cover, a female cover up for a man. Oh, child. Who's usually like in the public eye who actually is, you know, queer. So this T. Cooper, Tay Cooper... Yeah, and what the fuck her name? She's a beard. Let me just tell you something too, because I mean, I'm not here to like, you know, say that, you know, whatever. But all I'm gonna say is that when it came out that he was messing with a trans woman, I was not surprised because they put together a montage of him slapping ass, sus ass clips of him slapping niggas asses (laughs) through and through. And I was just like, but honestly, I just did not get what was Royce's leverage here because I'm just like, what was her agenda? What was he? This was not the time for you. Like, she needed the moment. This was her moment. And then the wife responded on some childish shit like nana nana boo boo. Not like, nana nana boo boo. A picture <laughs> of Dwight and her together. <laughs> and like, literally said nana nana boo boo. Was she on the jet? 
Yes. The PJ. Yes. Yo, this is like, love a PJ pick. Literally. And so I'm just like, I mean, I just didn't really... I, I really couldn't get where Royce... Like, Royce, you just came across very bitter. Like, you did not... It was just very strange. And for those of you who, like, don't know, is that, like, a couple years ago, I want to say when Royce was first on Basketball Wives, Mm -hmm. like, her relationship with Dwight has never been peachy. Like, they've always had beef. It's really given she was just a fuck. And that's really what it was. You know, because she was an NBA dancer, blah, 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 whatever the case may be. But, like, long story short, I was just, like, I just didn't get the the end of it. I'm, like, all right, he's an absent father, whatever. But, like, this was not the time. Like, I, what did you gain from this, though? Because if he wasn't going to see the kid now, he definitely not going to spin a block now. I think she just gained press because that's what she wanted. Yeah, but press a couple clicks. But, bitch, I'm not checking to you. After that, bitch, you just seem bitter. Like, he got a whole wife, a beard. A beard. It doesn't matter. <laughs> like, the nigga's going on about his life, and you just sitting there big mad for what? Huffing and puffing, giving me long-ass dissertations in your Instagram captions. Because while you was running your mouth, you should have been at the fucking lawyer's office asking them to up that fucking child support check. Okay? Yeah, hello. Wake up, hoes. <laughs> but, Roy, right. we wish you the best. You and your book. Yeah. And Dwight and his beard. And now let's transition over into the Billboard Music Awards. Yes, y'all. I'm going to be completely transparent. I did not watch this. This, it wasn't really like, I feel like ever since the pandemic too, like TV award shows are definitely losing value. Yeah, I don't care. Just you know, know like um, Doja's performance was pretty much like the talk of the town. Like yeah. everyone was like, she can really perform. Other than that, like. Yeah, so we heard in the chat rooms. Okay. Other than that, um, there was really nothing much as far as like the performance. People were talking about Alicia's bangs and how she wants to be Nicki Minaj. Not the bangs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Leave Alicia alone. Yeah, that was she went viral with that those fucking bangs. Terrible. Nobody and that raw face. <laughs> <laughs> raw face is disgusting. That is the most disgusting thing I've ever heard in my life. The raw face. <laughs> that is literally the most disgusting thing I've ever heard. I don't ever want to have a raw face. Oh my God. Why, why are you like this? This might be the raw face episode. This is the raw face episode. Oh Child. my gosh. Yes, I'm going to just quickly go through some of the Billboard um, award winners. And y'all, I got a lot to say. Um, so, of course, Little Nas X. Um, Wait, please let them know. Like, all these award, This whole, like... The rubric... The timeline was from, like, last year. Mm-hmm. I feel like it ended last year. Like, there's nothing, like, current. Like, this is all, like, old stuff. Which is bad for a music award show. But go on front. Yeah. I mean, I, I think... But award shows typically are dated like that, though. But that should not be... Like, they're always, like, the previous year, which is why they be rushing to put out albums at a certain time so that way they can be qualified for, like, the Grammys mm. and shit like that, but... That should not be. Like, this should all be, like, up-to-date, you know? Yeah. Um. So, um, Little Nas X, he won, he won three awards. He won Top Hot 100 Song, Top Streaming Song, Top Selling Song. No surprise there. Post Malone, let me take a word with you real quick. Oh, Post Malone walked away with six awards, y'all. Wow. Okay. Six? He, yes. He won top artist. Top rap male top artist? Top male art. Wait, he, he got top male artist, oh right? Oh, my God. Which is above Drake, which is quite strange it's to me. It's a rap for me. Okay. Then he won top rap artist in the same... In that category was DaBaby, Juice World, Lil Nas X, and Roddy Rich. 
Yo. I don't understand. I think Juice World could have easily got that. The baby. <laughs> Top rap male artist. He was in the category of the baby and Lil Nas X. And that was just stupid within itself. I was dumb. Yeah. And top rap tour. <clears throat> I I don't. I'm a fan of Post Malone. However, I just I just don't like when he wins rap awards. Cause he's a white because, man. No, only because he literally came out and said I'm not a rapper. That's so who. literally. Why are you in? Okay. My whole thing is too with these awards shows. Done. It's like six fucking awards right six six in these categories of fucking black men who really do this you get, who live this dream this i'm not done yet this is the one that really pissed please. me off top rap album he won roddy rich please 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 is it for like what is it bottles and bear pongs what that was his album wasn't it it's cool bleeding. Oh, well, I don't know that one. That that goes to show where I'm at with fucking Post Malone. <laughs> bottles and beer. What type of He had a bottles and beer cap and Nicki was on it. Oh, I don't know. That's that what one. I remember from him. I don't remember this new shit. And it can't be that good if it didn't reach my fucking I desk. mean, Halloween's bleeding is pretty good. But however, I don't think it's better than... I don't think it was top rap. I, Roddy Rich is still in rotation right now Till for me. Till like, hello. Day. Like, I, just, I was just stunned. Um... Summer won top female artist. That was well deserved. Summer is in my heavy rotation of right now. Of course. Top top R and B artist went to Khalid. I wasn't mad at that. I love me some Khalid. Don't care for him. Oh. I'm on Gibeon right now. I love him. He's so good. He is so good. I love him so much. He's so good. Check out Gibeon, yo. Mm-hmm. Um, and who else? I wanna say top Top rap female artist went to Cardi B, which was also shocking considering Cardi hasn't put out music in two years. But, yeah. Except for WAP. Yeah, which was like what? That could have went to Mag or the City Girls, no shade. They are. Billboard is not it. That's what I. Billboard is not This fucking data, um, top song sales artist went to Lizzo. I don't even know what the fuck that means. Top song sales artist. Most selling? <laughs> like, I guess. Truth hurts. Yeah, and last but not least, um, Kanye West won three awards. The gospel art, the top gospel artist. <laughs> I can't. The top Christian album and the top gospel album. I, I'm just done. Oh, yeah. he yeah he he actually won four. My my bad. And top gospel song. What's crazy was that. In this category of the top gospel song... People have been doing this. No, my thing is that he was listed there four times. Four of his songs. Yo, Billboard? No more (laughs) Billboard. No more Billboard. And which is why I never get why celebrities are so quick to post these Billboard facts. Because I really think that Billboard just fudged the fucking numbers. Definitely. I really feel like no artist really knows what the fuck they stream and what the fuck they sell. Billboard puts up these arbitrary-ass numbers... But you know who spoke about this? Daniel. Da- Daniel, he <laughs> shed a lot of light on them. and Because basically, basically at one point, he put out a song. Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber, their team put out a song. And it went stupid. He basically shed light on like their corrupt behavior. So, <laughs> you don't want to admit it? I can admit it. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. Because it took me a minute. I was like, Daniel, please do not be moving him in with me. Please. <laughs> do not do that. 
Do not. You say you want to call him Daniel. Yeah, whatever. So, he, yeah. he shed light on he Dope Boy's toxic like, behavior. But and I'm aligned. Very much so. I mean, we do know that Billboard is in business with Atlantic. So whoever's on Atlantic, that is who number one. So honestly, these these winners are very on brand. We need our own. I feel like Shade Room needs to open up their own award show. I just feel like I want to know who is motherfucking managing the fucking numbers here because I just feel like celebrities don't know what the fuck they're selling. They what the and fuck they, they posting they, shit and they just be reposting this fucking arbitrary ass shit. I want to go back to fucking CD sales. Please, please. But, you know, whatever. I'm just. I was just really mad. I, I feel like Roddy should have gotten an award. Like for he, posting at six awards for the for the fucking box. OD. The the box was up there for how many weeks? That was, He's still in the top ten. So his day. So his day is so. So I'm just like to and the fact that the baby didn't win not one. Not one. When he when him and Meg live on the billboard. And he was nominated for so many. Like, it's actually fucking sick to do Yeah, that. I don't know. Something... I don't, I don't like how billboards treat black people. And especially... Like, again, like... Post Malone is a white man. So this is really, like, reflective of, like, how the fucking world of mm-hmm. music is. Which is why they be, they be doing all that shit, nominating all us black folks. Just, just to get the, views. Just to get fucking views for you to tune the fuck in. And then this is what they do. I'm disgusted. Mm, child. But transitioning, still in music. Um, but Viral. <laughs> movie. Bow. Um, <laughs> Imagine in the fucking room, he went bow. <laughs> Lord, I promise, y'all, if we ever get signed, oh my God. Woo, child. Yo. Um, and more baby mama game. <laughs> this episode is just a lot of baby mama drama through and through. Bobby. Literally last week, right after we finished re-recording, literally, as I'm uploading the episode, I go online mm-hmm. and I see Favi was arrested last Sunday mm-hmm. for simple assault. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it it still kind of remains unclear. Oh, it's clear. Okay, well. So apparently, um, <laughs> Favi was arrested that. for assaulting his baby mother, who was with child. Currently. Okay, this is why I say it remains unclear. But we can <laughs> but we gonna get to it if you wanna get there. We're gonna get to it, okay? Okay, so she know it so it came out that he was arrested, nobody really had like any, you know, information about it. We touched on such. it last week, I believe, for sure. Um, and so then um his baby mother comes forward, shares on Instagram, he goes she she goes, Thank you all so much for the kind words, but I would like to clarify a few things. I did not call the police on Fabio. I did not press charges. And I do not want the father of my ch- uh, of my children in jail. Because she's number two. <laughs> a situation happened in, in our home and a nosy neighbor called the police. The police who are pressed of the, the police are who press charges. And in time, Fabio will be relieved of, uh, of all charges. Thank you for respecting our privacy at this time. Initial reactions, go. So it's screen DV. It's definitely DV. Um, keep in mind this is in Edgewater, and for you New Yorkers, you know Edgewater is the place where the elite, established, wealthy mm-hmm. people go to live, right across the water in Jersey. Yep. Nice little view. Mm-hmm. That area for someone to call the cops no. means that there must have been big drama. Yeah, but you know the ghetto. For the cops to come and quote unquote press charges. 
there has to be something evidential. So here's the the so unclear. Apparently, it's saying that the girlfriend allegedly told law enforcement that Fabio punched her in the back of her head, kicked her, and hit her with a glass bottle before pushing her into the hallway without clothes. So what's unclear? I don't know. Oh, her statement is unclear. Her, yeah, her statement is I unclear. I feel like right now she is trying to backpedal and pussy pop oh, yeah. due to the fact that there is a bag at hand. <laughs> Be very fucking clear. Bow. Bow. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so Don't make these things up. Nothing is unclear. I feel like she's definitely going to drop the charges. This is going to be like an Emily B scenario. His PR people will rebrand him into a family man. There will be no wedding. I want to touch on... (laughs) (laughs) There will be no wedding. (laughs) That also sounds like there will be no no wedding. (laughs) That's why I was crying. I'm like, what? But hold on. There there is more. Tell me. Um, So I want to say yesterday, Favi finally took to social media as well. Oh. And spoke out. He goes, I appreciate y'all's support and concerns and prayers, but I ain't never hide nothing. Nothing. Yo. I do or deny who I was. I would never hurt or harm any pregnant woman, especially not my girlfriend. Okay. My mother would kill me, plus I'm raising two black girls, and women do everything for me in life. In a relationship... No, he he goes, in relationships, people argue and have disagreements. Whoever knows is... circle um whoever know is no we've been arguing we argue and we'll always argue i'm literally reading this y'all verbatim so if i sound illiterate i'm sorry it's father's um, education yeah it's just unfortunate that i have nosy ass neighbors who can't mind their own business wasn't the first time and won't be the last won't be the last got it for me i'm loud rich black and i have a past so people judge but we will get past this we'll get through we we get through everything we go through. We family. Initial reactions. I just want to say, I want to provide some like legal lens to this. Of like, New Jersey don't play when it comes to TV. They definitely don't. Right. So this is gonna be dragged. Of course. So it's like, yeah, bitch. You might not want to press charges, but guess what? They're gonna drag him to court. And you better motherfucking pray nothing else sticks. Jersey do not play. They do not play. They do not play. They do play. not play. I just feel like... This is it, is it a case of nosy neighbors? Yeah, but it's like also... I feel like if it was a case of you guys just arguing too loud, I think the cops would have seen that. Yeah. Something and then it just would have been that. So I'm like, something had to be visible... It, Something had to be... And according to what you read, like, she she spoke to the cops. Apparently. But, and he threw but, bottles and all types but of in stuff. Her, this is what alleged, allegedly she told police. Okay. But in her statement, she's not admitting that she said It's all going to come police. out in the courts. You know? So we'll be watching. Um, mm, child. This just loves to play fucking stupid. Like, <laughs> come the fuck on. <laughs> and it's, it's going to keep happening. You're not going to move? <laughs> like... It's gonna keep happening. No, like the problem is, is that like I don't know. It's just this listen, definitely ties if back y'all into the checkpoint. TV, this definitely ties back into the checkpoint of glorifying arguments within a relationship. Absolutely, especially with a fucking pregnant woman. Like you should be fucking kissing her feet. Be very, very fucking clear. You should be kissing. Her. There should be no fuck. You should be doing nothing to provoke her. 
with your fucking child. That's one. Number two, again, you're normalizing fucking arguing to the point of fucking... Hostile arguing. The neighbors are calling the cops. Like, I've been even in my fucking Harlem apartment hearing my fucking neighbors go fucking crazy. (laughs) And I've definitely called fucking security. Be very fucking... Absolutely, though. It's not no fucking shit. It's like concern for... I know upstairs that she has a fucking child. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, so come on, For like sure. people love to, especially within the black community, they love to downplay shit. Yeah, and it's but you like, never fucking know. Come on, like stop fucking doing that. Um, also this week, Cardi B's what she said, salami nipples. Salami nipples, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> were exposed to the public. Um, Twitter went up into a blaze, criticizing her fucking nipples and her areolas. And yeah, they was over here nipple shaming blowing on. They were nipple shaming down. And basically, she... I feel like Cardi's definitely bored in her house at this point. The fact that she's in her big in ass house. her big-ass fucking house, all her fucking money, bored. She done, she done put on all these motherfucking bikinis in the and the matching And all these bags. Birkins on a fucking bookshelf. Like, she's bored at this point. <laughs> she should probably read a book. Yeah. Or take an online class. Like, at Ooh, this point, yes. get some education. You know? Get an online class going, honey. Like, it, at this point, like, she went on fucking social media to basically explain to the public why her nipples were showcased in her Instagram story. And she basically said that it was an accident, as we all figured. Like, who would want to leak their fucking nipples on fucking Instagram story? She mentioned that um, she was showing offset that her lip was swollen and she mistakenly took a photo. And then while the photo was loading, she turned her phone off. Education. Because why would you turn your your phone off? Like, come on. So then she called him while her phone was off to, like, check to see if her... um, Nipples uploaded. Uploaded. He confirmed that nipples were uploaded. (laughs) They tried to call her um, publicist. The publicist wasn't picking up the phone. She turned back on her phone. And by then, the whole world had seen her salami titties. So, it was just a lot. And I was just like, Cardi, girl, like, just stop with the shenanigans. I want to make two points. One, I want to make one point. Cardi, you're fucking bored, please. That's one. Bitch, get in the fucking studio. Please. If you're that fucking bored. Please. Two... The timeline just really shows me that niggas really hate women. <laughs> Yo, you say this every week. Cause it, it, niggas really hate women, and every they week. want women to really hate themselves because literally the shaming of nipples, like niggas, was really going hard. <laughs> they were going crazy. Nigga, you would suck on the motherfucking nipples. I wouldn't, but okay. But I'm just saying, like it's Cardi, like to really sit here and downplay that if you in a room with Cardi and she took off her top, you gonna be like, nah, I don't but like those. Let's nipples. be clear, shut you, the fuck like, up. Like Cardi is a fucking stripper. Like her whole entire pussy and everything is on internet yeah, for I the world to worried. see. I was like, what? So I don't even feel like she needed to explain anything. Like yeah, bitch, I'm like you used to be on your motherfucking head top busting it wide open. Like literally, you like you think about your fucking nipples right now? A standing split. Come on, like, please. So, that was definitely just a waste of space. Yeah, I just did not need that. I'm like, bitch, I don't even know. Also, this week, you know, we covered um, Cynthia Bailey's wedding last week from the Housewives of Atlanta. She married um, Mike Hill, and it was a huge thing, 10 10 20. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, we mentioned Eva was there. Eva's hair caused a huge controversy. Her hair? Yes. So I... So let me take you back. When I initially saw it, I had thoughts. But... <laughs> what is this hair? So she had basically like a dildo... What? ...on her head. What? Wrapped in beads. <laughs> So her hair was like in box braids. It was like a blondish brown. (laughs) Wait, no. She decided to put this in like a. I want to call it like a cone bun. I can't hold on, y'all. I really need to see what this is because I cannot drink your word. You just had a dildo. A dildo wrapped in beads is what it gave me, and (laughs) it just was not classy. It just looked stupid, like. She had her hair in box braids. The box braids was in a pointy bun. <laughs> and then she wrapped it in, like, these beads. Okay, it was, like, pearls. Oh, my God. Candy's face looking at her got me crying. Yeah. So, that was my initial thoughts. And it I, does. It is giving dildo, It's though. giving a dildo wrapped in pearls. And her outfit, she had on, like, this gown. Material girl. Yeah. <laughs> Her um, gown is gorgeous. You know, mm-hmm. Eva's a model. She always gives face. So, to see the hairstyle, like, the hairstyle was just throwing me off. But. This I, is crazy. <laughs> I didn't want to shed too much light on it. So, she basically. De- <laughs> I didn't mention it last week, but you I definitely. <laughs> so, this week, she basically defended it, talking about how, um. We don't respect traditionally African hairstyles and headdresses and all types of shit. Like, she made this a whole, like, Africa thing. And I was just like, no, bitch. Like, I have fucking real African friends that go to weddings all the time. Never seen them look a mess like you did. (laughs) (laughs) Never seen them give dildo on the Ever. At somebody's wedding. Like... So, it just really just goes to that whole, like, stop doing shit like that. Like, turning situations that are individual to you and turning them to a group thing. Like, stop doing that shit. Like, Do you know what's getting me, though? What's getting you? Because I'm looking at this picture, and this bitch, this techie-ass bitch got the fucking black scrunchie showing. I'm like, bitch, covered up with the pearls. Oh like, you blow She just doesn't have the coof. <laughs> oh, my God. It's the, the why hands. would you have this why would you have that stand up on your head like that? It's really giving And Candy tubby. is really looking at her like Bitch, are you fucking serious? Why are you like, doing this? It's really giving Teletubby. It's giving antenna. Oh my god, Teletubby, yes. It's giving all these things. And, and she really in the selfie but these are not box braids, these are um not Folks. Fox? Oh Folks. wow. Folks. Yeah, that's what they are. A mess through and through. But and it's crazy because she's really serving face. Why would she do this hair stuff? And I think she was like a maid of honor of something. Like everyone had on black, she had on white. So, you know, like there was definitely like a spotlight on her. So I just hate the fact that she really turned this into a whole like we frown on traditionally black hairstyles. Like, <laughs> bitch, fuck you. <laughs> One, two, you look fucking stupid through and through. And just like I feel like she was trying to like get attention at the wedding, you know, like you should you shouldn't be doing that at somebody's wedding, fucking whore. All I know is that if my bitch is show up with some, you you gotta leave. You gotta leave. You are sitting this out respectfully. Actually, (laughs) sit in the corner and think about what you did. You didn't show up with this big fucking penis on your (laughs) wrapped in pearls. Like you really don't have the coof. 
Like, mm-hmm. it's just throwing through. No, she added the weird. proof with, 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 with the pearls. It wasn't delivered. Mm. It wasn't. And um, also this week, Darius McRae from um, Family Matters. You guys may know him. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in the blogs heavy this week because he was flirting online with Sydney Starr, who was a transgender woman on um, Love and Hip Hop. Her messy ass. Very messy, very taggy, never look good. All those things, you know, her jeans are always acid wash. <laughs> Acid wash. Yo. She just gives tacky. Very low rent, very journeys, very bambini, very strawberry. You know, like nothing good. It's just bad. Like the makeup, everything, the cheap heels. Pretty girl, but never nothing good as far as like the fashion, you know? Like very Fordham Road, very, ooh, I got lost, you know? So. Mm For her to be, you know, entangled with Darius McRae was definitely stars and coupons and things for her. Um, nothing for him because apparently, like, his family, I want to say his baby mother, baby mother episode, she was up in arms after seeing this display of affection on the timeline. Think about the family. And she basically went on social media and was like, nobody thinks about their family. Nobody thinks about <laughs> their children. So, again, here we are. Like, this is just the same case as the whole, like, Baby Andre mama. and Jeffree oh, Star yes. mm-hmm. of when your ex or your baby father comes out as vicarious or you know. gay. It always goes back to the children. What about the family? What about the kids? Meanwhile, you're fucking posted in a fucking thong. No one's thinking about Draw the children. Draw a fucking string. G fucking string. You know, no you one's think thinking about, about the children. So it's just really funny about, like, how things are in terms of, like, men coming out in terms of, like, their sexuality yeah. and becoming more comfortable. However, I will say I'm not knocking anybody's interest, but Darius... You might want to be careful with it. Sydney is messy. She's messy. She is she looks no messy. loose lips sink ships. That's all I'm gonna say. She <laughs> so, she wants to be on so bad that she she's with it to do whatever. Well, party city what, makeup <laughs> to tell whatever story. So I'm just like, if that's listen, you gotta know what you sign up for. But be what clear too, like into. no one has mentioned Darius since Family Matters. So I think he low key needs a buzz too, which is why he is under her comments. Yeah, but I don't know if you wanna do that buzz. Giving baby, 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 baby. <laughs> <laughs> It's a lot of activity, but we'll definitely be watching as that story develops. Um, You know, we mentioned Nipsey during this episode. Nipsey's brother is actually... Yes. Black Sam. Samuel Asgedam. The brother Nipsey Hussle is currently filing a trademark infringement lawsuit against the Crips. (laughs) (laughs) So... (laughs) Apparently, the Crips have an LLC. I had no idea. <laughs> I didn't do the blood? <laughs> I, need to, I need to tap in. I had no idea. Like, this was Body, a what's fucking... The, what's good? Yeah. They got, they got an LLC? A whole LLC. The Crips have an LLC? Yes. Um, the Crips. The Crips. So, it's the Crips LLC. He filed a lawsuit. Oh. Yeah. Apparently, Tia Hollis is heading the Crips LLC. And apparently they tried to capitalize off of the marathon continues. Uh So Sam is filing this trademark infringement infringement lawsuit against them due to that. 
So I'm stuck on the Crips having. An I LLC. was blown away. So they're a part of LLC Twitter. Oh, <laughs> like the woo. They may be. It's a big thing. Um, we'll definitely. So you ain't keeping... GDK. What? Here you go. Oh I'm my just god. <laughs> Niggas is really an LLC. Mm-hmm. However, hold on. If I'm really getting into my little conspiracy bag, let's talk about it. This makes sense. Think about all. Okay, think about like gangster raps and like the march. No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like think about like artists that we know that are gang affiliated or that as a part of a gang. Crips are really up. They got Snoop Dogg. The Woo. The Woo. The Woo. Fabio. They got Roddy. No, is is Roddy Crip? No, Little Baby. They got um. Who else? Who else? Who else? That's a bunch of woos. Um, who the fuck else? Somebody else, but if they all see, they is managing. As they I'm should. not mad at that. As they should. No, and what do the bloods get? Nothing. The max on the line. Oh, I ain't what? talking about the piece. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway. Ivan Dito. Um. Yeah. Also in the news this week, Asian doll. Ivan Dito. Neither Asian nor doll. She <laughs> was in the blogs this week. <laughs> Showing support for Trump. She basically said, like, she would um, support Trump over the other guy. She went over on. Over the other guy. Yeah, because she... You know, this bitch is not fucking watching no fucking debate. This whole probably not even fucking registered to vote. TBH. She out here giving advice. <sighs> Everybody Same. got a fucking mouth these days. But she made a video basically... Um, clarifying her post, which she deleted on Instagram, mm-hmm. on Twitter, I should say, saying that um, she gets her money in other ways, and a lot of her friends get their money in other ways, and because of certain legislation passed by the Trump administration, her friends are up. So she's supporting Trump because they're up, which. Oh my, bitch! I know. I know. So like, is, is that the fucking short sight that you can see? That's the short sight that she can oh, see. Oh god! So as you all know, like Trump, because he passed like a whole bunch of fucking PP loans and all types of fucking pandemic mm-hmm. loans and small business, the scammers have been fucking taking flight. You know, yes. Flight to the Chrome Hearts. Flight to the fucking the Gucci store, Louis store. The Birkin store. Hello. (laughs) You know, so I think that's what Asian was basically alluding to. But I think she definitely did in poor taste. And, like, I feel like this whole scamming shit and all these loans, all that shit's going to come back during tax times. That's, for one... You didn't see that they got baby, baby blue? Blue, yes. From... And you know um, he just had a baby, too, right? Hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Blue is set to face, I think, like, 22 years if fucking convicted of <laughs> charges, he will be on the fucking hotline calling collect. <laughs> yeah. Period. Pool. Press five. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Please. So, I definitely get what she's saying, but I think, too, like, that's definitely a short-sighted way of looking at things. And it's like, these young-ass bitches, like, first of all, Asian doll, you you should be on the fucking shade room teens. That's one. Yeah. But also, it's like, oh, like, these young-ass girls, like, stop it. Like, these... the Sukiyans, like, y'all bitches is ratchet, whatever, but it's like, do not speak on certain shit if you are not genuinely like. If you don't have the, you don't have the range. Yes. You don't have the range to speak on. Y'all bitches on don't things. have the range. Y'all don't. So and I, I feel just, like, please. 
I, I feel like Cardi is the one to blame because she started this whole you fucking talk about <laughs> fucking politics. <laughs> Fuck up, Paul. <laughs> like keep it on the Paul, please. <laughs> like, but all this shit is gonna. I feel like ultimately this whole pandemic. As we all know, it's going to fuck up the economy in the long run. Oh, and girl. for the scammers to be fucking out here catching licks and fucking blowing bags on bullshit, like, it's really just going to fuck up the economy even more. Like, it's not like you guys are investing in fucking not a property thing. and I fucking... I see a business open yet. Up in lashes, right? We spoke <laughs> about that. <laughs> so, all in all, like, make sure y'all voting for Biden. Do not follow Asian Doll or any other fucking doll that's talking bullshit about Trump. Por favor. And lastly, I just want to do a quick little review of the Kardashians. Oh, yes. In their final season. They are in their final season, and they are cutting the fuck up. Still. But let me preface this by saying, um, for those of you who haven't watched, like, you might want to skip ahead. But right now, like, I don't like what they're doing to the black characters of the show. By characters. The black man? No. You mean the black men? Characters. Who else is a character on there? Um, Malika oh. is a character, and I don't like how they're framing because you know, like she's like the black friend of Chloe, Chloe, the best friend, and she's like a friend of the show, a frequent yeah. friend, friend of the show. Yeah. And I basically don't like what they're doing in terms of just framing fucking her as um, the help, her as the help, and just like highlighting her um, baby daddy issues with OT. And I feel like she kind of, like, represents, like, all black women because she's the only one on that show. For sure. So, it just doesn't sit well with me, that aspect of it. And also, like you mentioned, Corey Gamble, who is Chris's boy toy. Basically, um, in last week's episode, there was a whole fight between um, Kylie Kylie and Kendall. And apparently, like, Kylie, which is no surprise, has a great relationship with Corey. And basically, like, he's, like, a father figure to her due to the fact that fucking <laughs> Caitlyn. Caitlyn wanna play with wigs. <laughs> so, no shade. No shade. No, no, no shade. <laughs> but play with the wigs? Due to the fact. Right. You know, Corey has taken on that position and Kylie Absolutely. has, you know, like, under his wing. Kylie Kendall hates to see it. Yeah. Lohi. Heike. All of them do. And no one wants to say it, but I just know. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Kendall, like, I feel like her and... Kendall was... Like, can we, like... Kendall is just a mad-ass bitch. She is. Her anxiety. She's, she's just, just a nervous wreck. She's not that girl. At all. Like, she she worked so hard. She, she thought by being this, like, you know model and getting it on her own and not using her family's name that like that would bring her some type of solace and like contempt but it didn't she's mad because she will forever be in kylie's shadow i agree a hundred percent but period i think because it started okay so just to set the scene um you know Essentially, this is recorded back like in the beginning of quarantine or whatever. And essentially, the family takes a little retreat to Palm Springs as a little family getaway to reset, but be safe, X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. And this is also to basically fix the relationship between Kim and fucking Courtney. And Courtney. Because Kim washed her. Yeah, never forget. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Kimberly did what she had to do. Yeah, slap bitches. What? But, Wake up, hoes. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and so, essentially, it starts out with Kendall not really like they. 
they were going out for a night on the town or whatever. Kendall didn't pack any like, you know, clothes, night, night out clothes. Long story short, Kylie ends up wearing the outfit that Kendall wanted to wear because Courtney gave it to her. Because Courtney gave it to Kylie, um, and you know. Kendall was just in a pissy mood and like they started exchanging words but Kylie was like you just met Kylie got some Kylie's a black girl at heart not outside dare I say very internal never external Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but like she was she was like but you mad like she got me with the dance when she walked away and had her hand up I was like, wow. I was like, bitch, I will wash you, you. sister or not. Like, bitch, are you dumb? Like, she was like, Cora, you want to take shots? Taking shots in 1942? Like, really giving Going black up. Girl. Going up, right? Long but, story short, whatever. They were supposed to go on. They, was, they do their whole night out. Kendall spins. Sp- Kendall doesn't actually go out with the family. She was a she sleepy spins, girl. She yeah, was sleeping she in, the in the car. Um, whatever. Kylie... They take off in two different cars. Kendall is with Kylie and essentially and Corey. And and essentially Kylie's car is supposed to take them back home. To LA. To LA. Right. Um, and then it becomes a disagreement between the sisters about, you know, if Kylie's car is gonna drop Kendall home. Because Kylie said I never agreed to that. And I've been in that situation (laughs) too. And so and so that's where the argument ensues. And then it's just crazy. It's, it Kendall, into a big Kendall thing. I think Kendall calls Chloe, and you know Chloe is on speakerphone, and they hear the entire argument of right. the fight that is occurring. Apparently, um, Kylie like put her heel in Kendall's neck, and Kendall slapped Kylie, and this then a whole thing. And bizarre. Yeah, apparently, um, <laughs> Corey said "fuck you." And then what got me was Courtney was like, oh, Corey can't say fuck you. And I'm like, can't? And mind you, too, like, in the last season, it was a whole thing between Corey, Courtney, and Scott because um, they were talking about, like, Penelope, the little girl, scratching the fucking nannies. And Corey said if she scratched me, I would beat her ass, as any black person would. And these white motherfuckers... Turn it into a whole thing. You would beat my daughter's ass. Yeah. You'd beat my daughter's ass. Absolutely. Give me the belt. So the Gucci, the Prada, the Fendi. Which which one? Which one? Pick a belt, bitch. <laughs> like, so they were already like up in arms with him due mm-hmm. to that. So this was just like another reason. And I feel like this, like the arguments with him really tell like who's for the black man versus who's not. Because in this situation right here, you see like basically Kim, who's fucking a black dick. Was like, you know, like... And we don't got re- the fucking black kids. To prove it. She was basically like, you know, we don't really know what happened. And it's just weird for mom because she's in the middle of it. B- really keep it on the playground. You have Chloe who's like, I'm just going to stay out of it. I want to be there for both of my... Like, really keep it on the sisters. Like, sisters fight. Then you have fucking Courtney. Like, oh, I think um Corey was siding with Kylie because he doesn't really have a relationship with Kendall. Then you have oh. victim <laughs> Kendall... Talking about, yeah, she felt as though, like, Corey and um, Kylie ganged her. And I'm like, bitch, gang you? <laughs> like, gang you? Gang is to for, really, like, use that word. What are you talking about? To really use that word is OD. Gang you? What really got me was um when um Corey and Ka- Kendall was on the phone. You saw oh, that part? No. Corey and Kendall was on the phone, and he was basically like, oh, like, what's happening is between you sisters. Like, I wasn't trying to get into it. Like, you are trying to, like, put me into it. Mm-hmm. And then, basically, it turned into, like, oh, like, for the past year, like, you've just been an asshole to me. 
all she heard was asshole. She was like, what are you calling me? <laughs> so it turned into a whole thing of like basically like him against her, totally deviating from the situation with her and his sister. Meanwhile, Kylie is like, I'm fine. I'm going to, I'm going back to my home. I'm going to see my daughter. Period. And I feel like it was just like, I just really hated to see it because I feel like that's really what it is. That's, and, and you know what it, the reason why we always say like black men, when they enter into that fucking clan, huh. they get eaten alive because there's just so many of them. Yes. It's so many of them. You get eaten alive because essentially what they do, they strip you. From your family. Yes. They strip Get you out. from your home base. Mm-hmm. Like, literally. So, like, when you see any black Like, you're man, in their world. You are literally in their world. Mm-hmm. And so, what they say, go. Period. Period. It doesn't matter. So, it's like, if they feel... If you... If, if one feels that you wronged them, now everybody feels that way. And even though that might not be the truth, mm-hmm. everybody puts on that same front... And if they don't, people are going to be playing the fence. So it's like the majority that's on that fence is like what gets the okay. Yes. So it's like... And so it, it they really <clears throat> eat black men alive, yo. It's terrible. Like, I really hate to see what's happening to Corey. And I feel like... Too- and Corey, well, he, for the most part, seems like a laid-back type of guy. Definitely. And what's even crazier is that in the beginning of this whole episode, it starts out with them... Um, sitting in fucking for, for Ferrari. Yes, like they're buying three Ferraris. They're buying three Ferraris because Corey has this insight on like how you can like custom design your Ferraris. Yes. They he shared that with Chris, and then Chris shared that with Kendall. So it's like it is weird. Honestly, all jokes aside, like Kendall, you just weird. Like you just never give off She's good vibes. She, you she never gives me give anxiety. Off good she gives me stress. It's negativity. Just dark you just, clouds. You just never give off a good vibe. Her like, bitch, and you fucking Courtney, like they are but, my but least favorite. But that's why those, but those two are like this though. Like those are my least favorite. But, but like they get each other. It's also interesting too to see like how the dynamics change of like their sister relationships. And also like throughout the the theme of the episode too was like nobody was sure if Kylie was gonna show up right because Kylie be on her own type her of own time. type of time. And even Kendall said it herself. She was like, you know, like we never get to hang we out. Never get to hang out. And she never shows up. Like, yeah, and real it's victim. Like, like, shut the fuck up, bitch. And she's a Scorpio. Who? It's fucking Kendall. Oh, hold on. <laughs> Kendall is like the first Scorpio I really don't like in life. Let me let me confirm. She's it. really a Scorpio. I promise you. <laughs> when is her birthday? November third. <laughs> That's but unbecoming behavior. Very unbecoming. Like the anxiety alone is unbecoming. I cannot relate. But I will say, like, she's really like I dislike her and I dislike Courtney. Like, just those two just give me bad vibes through and through. Also, I just hate in this family too is that, like, essentially like, at the end of the day, like, Kendall, you're fucking rude. And so she you is talk fucking about, rude. And you talk about not having a relationship with Corey. Like, Corey is laid back, like, whatever the case may be. And it's like, bitch, quit, like, I know we give Kylie a lot of flack, but like, Kylie seems like a cool-ass bitch. She's a cool-ass bitch. She is. In that household, I'll be friends with her and Kim. And probably Chloe. Chloe give me, like, a pick-me-ass bitch. Yeah, so that's not <laughs> I like but, back in my... I, I liked when Chloe was, like, the dark hair. Big face. Yeah. Mm-hmm, big I like, hair. I like that, that Chloe, because that Chloe kept it a thousand. This new bitch? This she's new on the bitch? <laughs> she's on the fence this with everything, and she doesn't want to say her baby, Her baby, true, and she with the lot. I don't got time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have time for this new bitch. 
But yeah. through and through, I wanna, I'm gonna definitely tune into next week's episode because I wanna see. I wanna how see this how it unfolds. Unfolds sure. because they love to condemn black men on this show. But I feel like they can't because it's really gonna give like okay, like we're in a fucking movement and due to this whole thing, like he's telling y'all what happened. Y'all know his body. So how y'all gonna believe victim ass fucking Kendall? Even Kylie is telling you like she's blowing it out of proportion. So how y'all gonna believe victim ass and Kendall? And like bitch, you're mad rich. Like if your if your sister don't want to drop you, bitch, you would call another car and get driven home. Victim, and I you know I hate a victim. Don't get me started on a victim. But a rich one. A rich victim. There's plenty of them. Plenty. Like Pissing that's why she ain't got no man. Mm, but they say she be dipping around in the lady pond. I wouldn't be surprised. She does give me butch vibes. Don't say butch to me. Do not say butch to me. Like, what are you? Like, were you born in the fucking 80s? <laughs> butch. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I think that's the perfect segue to transition over into our segue. <laughs> <laughs> so annoying. <laughs> Um, so this week there's a video going viral of, I want to say it's another podcast. It's a couple who host a podcast. Mm -hmm. And basically, like, as we all know, like, in a lot of cases, the male sex drive is higher than that of the female sex drive. And in this video specifically, um, the guy's highlighting the fact that his wife is basically detailing how sex has become a chore for her. You know? So, his question to her is a checkpoint. If sex is a chore, why do women push monogamy on men? So, I just want us to unpack that. And this can be in gay relationships, heterosexual relationships. If your partner has a higher sex drive than you, like, can you see yourself being in a monogamous relationship with that partner i'm gonna start with we're gonna i'm gonna be very transparent here and i'm not one of y'all like twitter timeline ass bitches that be like sex is not everything to me (laughs) bitch sex is everything to me really i think that for me and dating someone and being with someone and like you know that sexual chemistry is very important. It me. is important, but is it everything? It's on my list of <laughs> the motherfucking top five, dead or alive. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. If if I don't have that, if I don't have that, like, I just don't foresee this being a serious thing. Okay. I don't so if see, your I sex drive is higher than I your partner's, I don't you can't be in a relationship with that person. If my sex drive is higher? Then your partner. You can't be in that relationship. If it's high. Because yeah. that's when it becomes a chore. Ooh. You know? Interesting. Okay. So. Um, granted, I have never experienced this before. <laughs> before? Got it for me. Got it for me. Um, But... If I if I'm thinking about yes, I you can't. It's clipped. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't foresee that being something a monogamous situation. Like I don't care how great of a connection we have, whatever. Like I think we don't like to say that sex is a non-negotiable, but it is. Non-negotiable. Like sex, sexual chemistry, sexual drive. That is because 
I mean, I'm also a firm believer of like a person's gonna cheat regardless, regardless right? Okay. So I don't. I'm not saying that sex is the end all be all that stops that from happening. Mm-hmm. However, I think that miscommunication, that 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 chemistry, that missing chemistry. And those conflicting sex drives can help accelerate that process for to to to, to happening. I definitely agree with you. Um, I think this is where you know we spoke about open relationships. Mm-hmm. I think, and that- this is why bitches don't know <laughs> that they in one. <laughs> Bitch, your legs closed. What you what you think gonna be open? <laughs> <laughs> Not Denny's, right? <laughs> <laughs> Not. Denny's. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I think this is where the open relationships becomes a solution because I feel like there may be a strong, solid connection. Like, say you meet someone and career-wise, they're exactly where you need them to be. Mm-hmm. The friendship that you guys have is fucking astronomical. Like on every other level, but the sex. And it's not like they don't please you. It's just like, oh, like, your sex drive is higher. Mm-hmm. You know? It's not like when they put it down, they put it down. However, you might want it more than they do. Yeah. This is where, you know, we might have to open this relationship up. And, you know, we have a third party. But bitches not like that, though. Bitches... They body like, different. No, they, they body, body comes- fucking close. You be sitting there at home. You see? You see. I even did, though. I'm just... I just... I just... I'm... I don't know, but I'm also like, yeah, like, I mean, yeah, like, sex shouldn't be a chore in your relationship. Like, you should want to. Like, I understand, like, sex drive and, like, those things, but... It shouldn't be a chore. We're not going to dance around the fact that, like, bitch, if you're not putting it down, what you think gonna happen? He gonna leave. And what's even telling is that it be confusing me when bitches be with their man or whoever, like, whatever, um, but... You realize that, like, yeah, I haven't had sex in so and so months. And you, <laughs> no, you, bitch, you have had sex. He's been having the sex. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, like, bitch, do not speak for us. <laughs> like, what are you doing? I don't speak for us. Do not speak for us, baby. You have not been touched. I've been touching. I have indeed, though. Like, you know what I mean? So, I, I don't know. I think, like, like I said, the, the the little spiritual hole on the fucking timeline I want to sit here and be like no it's a lie <laughs> bitch if you don't motherfucking bust it open cause you know that's the thing like I feel like women can go like years without sex and men can hardly do like even a month so this, yeah, I that. definitely know like in heterosexual relationships that's definitely a discrepancy yeah. that's but common. even the same I mean me I'm just like once I'm with you like I want to do it all the time but like what if you weren't that girl you know, what if you were a person with a lower sex? Like, speak from that lens. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, like, I'm really, I don't, I don't even know what a low sex drive even looks like. Like, do I want it? Because I'm ready to go whenever, so whenever. So, I know what that looks I can speak from that lens now. Like, you know, like, so even I when a like, bitch is depressed, I'm like, I'm still with it, though. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I got to a point, too, like, especially now with this whole age of, like, only fans and like the promo being on Twitter. Oh my god! So like you're just scrolling casually and bam. Yeah. New. Wham bam. Thank you, man. You know. So I feel like even in this, like Thank I kind of lean. <laughs> to, 
I kind of lean towards that like deeper connection. Like sex is not mm-hmm. as prioritized as it was okay. before. So I definitely can see how that can be a conflict. You know, like where you just want to, and it's like, damn, like, do you do you know how to talk? You know, yeah, I like to have sex and then we have deep talks after. <laughs> <laughs> not deep talks after. Yeah. Or okay. Before, or before, whatever you like. <laughs> like have it your way, right? Like, hello. Like, we're gonna get to the shit. I don't, I don't. This yeah. is definitely an interesting checkpoint. But I, but I think that that's like, and, but also I think that's something too to like. I think that's something that is also very telling very early on though too in your relationship. Not really. No, you don't. Because think I so? feel like um, in the beginning, like I feel like there is so much more desire mm. to explore each other's bodies uh, and ooh, okay. desires like and sexuality desire. and all that you know okay then after a while that dies down because it's like how many true. back shots can you take you know like <laughs> I'm laying out some of my best stuff <laughs> you know like so after that it's like something else has to come after that that's true you know so that's true and then like say it dies out for me but then for you you want to keep like fucking rabbits it's like alright now we have a discrepancy and monogamy can't be a thing you know but do you think that well I want well I want to tie this into I want to kind of go to the second half of like why do women push monogamy on men like I want to tap into that part of like that part if you're not giving up the the cootie cat cause I feel like like why is the like I guess I guess that's speaking to like why is there an expectation that I'm gonna stick around <laughs> And I think that has to do with the whole, like, female clock of pushing by 30, I need to be married, by 35, I need to have a child. Like, that clock that's, like, in so many, Mm -hmm. the heads of so many females, like, I think that definitely plays a part. And also, like, that whole idea of marriage, you know, and, like, finding that perfect person. Mm -hmm. You know, like, people, Mm -hmm. they don't realize, like, I feel like we have internalize the fact that nobody's perfect and you gotta like create perfection for yourself yeah but a lot of other people think like oh like I'm gonna get a a man he's gonna marry me our sex drives are gonna be aligned everything else is gonna be aligned he won't cheat you know and it's like (laughs) it's all a facade (laughs) cause the real thing is he's gonna cheat first no (laughs) (laughs) so you know I think that definitely plays a part into that what do you think I mean I do think that for like I said, I, I think going back to my main point of like, we're not going to sit here and act like sex is not a non-negotiable within any relationship. And so I think I, I'm, I'm kind of framing this not so much as like low sex drive. I'm thinking about women who who are dating and who are knowingly like abstinent or, you know, right. practicing celibacy. Right. Ooh. And what that but who are vocal about that. That's right. And they're dating. Right. And so I think that speaks, though, to your point of like wanting a deeper connection. Yes. And so you see, and so you weed out those people, though. Yeah. Because it's like, if this is what all you're here for, you I can definitely give, weed out those people. I cannot give you that. But let's be clear, too, like the female body, like if she says she's not in the mood, like even though she may say yes, like her body still might be fucking dry. And then what now? Like, you know, so it really, like, if. It, yeah. it really is a huge factor and I do think that you know like if you guys aren't aligned as far as like the sex drive like that may no be means a no, y'all. huge <laughs> 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 I, 
a huge issue. You know? No, so, no. Yeah, through and through. But while we're on this topic, this is going to segue into into our checkmate. Oh, yes. Our checkmate is some you dirty dick dog. <laughs> Dare I say? And I'm mad because this nigga so goddamn fine. I feel like every week our checkmate is usually a man and it's just a man that makes me ashamed of my gender. You and know? maybe black men too. At that. Uh, you dirty dick dog. You damn your fine ass. There's no friends in the game. You ain't learned that yet. <laughs> we are talking about none other. I know y'all didn't think that we missed this. We don't miss shade. Ryan Henry of VH1's Black, Black Ink Crew Chicago. So this past week, his best friend, Anthony Lindsay, posted that Henry was sleeping with his ex-girlfriend and the mother of his child for over a year and a half. Please keep in mind, you guys, Ryan is this fucking man's, the godfather of his child. My, like, my brother, like, my mother's kids. Like, like it's really vile. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's fucking... I love when Dre <laughs> says vile. <laughs> like, it really just makes me think, like... Because I feel like at this age, too, 27, you know, I'm sitting up here... Hold on, hold on, hold no, on. No, I you want the people go, to go, know go. that, like, friendships... Like, you start looking at friendships differently. You start holding weight to certain things. So, to Do hear I that really this... You? To hear that this is occurring... Please. Let me, okay, I'm going to set more of the scene, y'all. Oh so, um, the tattoo artist... So, this is just fresh off the fucking presses. Literally, hours ago... Literally. Ryan went on Instagram Live to come clean. Come clean. And admit that he had been carrying on a relationship with the mother of his best friend's um, 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 children. The mother of his godson. Yep, whom he is the godfather to. So he stayed in his life. He goes, I hurt people that I care about badly. I disrespected myself and my family. Ryan also talks about how his depression also played a role in how he handled the, the, the situation. And it kept him from reciprocating within his friendship with Lindsay and influenced him to keep that secret. And despite all of this um, um, depression and emotional hardships, that he takes full responsibility for what he did. As he should. Um, He goes, just to be clear, I'm not the victim in this. Everybody that surrounds me was. This particular moment is definitely not about me. It's about me apologizing publicly because so many people will feel that I didn't say anything or some people will feel that I didn't care. He goes, he... He continued, he goes, um, I've apologized to Anthony. We've talked. We talked a lot after this happened. Y'all just got it a little bit later. So he kind of sets the scene that essentially before Anthony even came forward this past week, mm-hmm. Anthony came to him a week before that. Wow. It was like, this is what's going on. And so they've been doing this whole internal behind the scenes family, you know, situation. Kumbaya. Um, blah, blah, blah. And, um, and, um, you know, that's why Ryan has been slow to address this publicly. And so that's what this Instagram live was. Uh, They also, wait, I'm not, I'm going to give a little little bit more (laughs) context. They also, they also, um, social media also tied this back to, I don't know if you guys watched Black Ink Crew, Mm -mm. the shows, but, you know, Black Ink Crew. New New York, one of their former employees, Miss Kitty. Miss Kitty, Kitty dated yes, Miss Kitty dated Caesar at one point. 
Oh, yes. But then Miss Kitty left. Miss Kitty was fired from Black Ink, right? Right. And left, and she started hanging around Ryan. Oh, And it was rumors of Ryan and Miss Kitty being involved romantically. And Ryan and Caesar was essentially, I wouldn't say they were like, you know, the best of friends. They were friends nonetheless. They were friends. So this is a habit, basically. He has a history of this. This is a pattern of behavior. Okay. Furthermore, okay. This is my last little bit because the timeline got this bitch out of here. But essentially, Ryan had actually um, posted, I want to say on Thursday or Wednesday, mm-hmm. he posted, like, you know, I will be addressing this soon, X, Y, Z. You know the baby mother going to like the post? No. <laughs> Yo. The baby mother's going to like Ryan's post. She wanted to dig that then, bad. I'm going to get her to Then it. Anthony, Anthony goes and he comments, he was just like, sorry would be cutting all ties from each other. And so that just shows that, like, bitch, you still liking his motherfucking pictures or whatever the case may be. I agree. So let's just unpack all of this because this is a big checkmate. This, this is, is a big a checkmate. I feel like on both ends, it's wrong because, bitch, like, you knew that that was my man's hundred grand and that's the fucking godfather of our child. So for you, like, to, bitch, if something happens to the both of us, that's what our kid going to. And for you to want to fuck him so bad, for you to be doing it for two years. Like, it's so much. And then on top of that, too, like, Ryan, like... I thought he had a lot more... I'm just so disappointed in him because on Black Ink, like, he really holds himself in operating with these values and, like... That's this, bullshit. Dumb niggas be the sluts. This G-code and Dumb all niggas be the sluts. But be very know, clear. But you know, I have a sensitive for that type of stuff because, you know, I operate with, with G-code and... Yeah. and morals these niggas and so are I'm disgusting. just like that is so hurtful to see cause I'm like you literally preach about loyalty this that x y and z huh. and you really did your Filthy. like literally like the only thing that don't make y'all family is blood and you really did him grimy like that filthy like it's through and through I just it's feel like crazy. this like I can't even imagine like how he feels like to know that they really violated you at this level and then for it to be like on social media and the fucking like social media at this point is like the biggest thing bigger than the news even mm-hmm. so I can just imagine like everyone's looking at him funny like this is like the true conflict of just like loyalty through and through and then that child like imagine when that kid grow up like it's just so much and I just feel like Ryan I'm just is thinking wrong. about like dynamics like like you really for some pussy, you really put family dynamics and relationships a up situation. all jumbled up now. And for because some dick. And for some dick. And for some dick. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, now every, like, people are uncomfortable. Like, you know, very Anthony, uncomfortable. Anthony shared, he was like, you know, do I feel like I want to kill myself over this? No, but I'm hurt. Of course. Like, you know, like, my mental, like, you know, like, that's that crazy. That's hurt. That's very like, big he's of like, him. yo, like, what? But I will say, too, like, this is kind of, like, I'm not going to, like, normalize it, but I feel like this definitely is something that's common within the black community. Like, if it's not blood, like, it's not, like, something that's frowned upon. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I've i even been in fucking rooms of hearing, like, niggas say, like, oh, like, that's your cousin. Like, you know, like, and really just take it to different fucking lengths. Like, literally, so, literally pictures of them on family vacations. Yeah. And be clear, too, like, both the girl and Ryan, like, they're both very attractive. So, yeah. they could have definitely got other people. So, but for them to take it to this level, like, I just feel like through and through, like, it's super disgusting. 
it's super vile and it's just I just don't know how Ryan can come back from this like I don't know how you even begin to remotely because I think this also ties back into what we talk about like disagreeing and arguing right it's like this is a different type of level of violation like how can I ever trust you like I don't want you around my partner I can't have you around nobody now I cannot trust you my whole thing too is the sorry the sorry what am I gonna do with a sorry the fuck like you're the godfather to my child. Been present in his life. Been and you've been fucking her for two years. Sorry. <laughs> to sorry. Yo. That's like, what, like sometimes like people really scare the fuck out of me. Like with the things that they're capable of doing and the things that they actually do. Absolutely. It's really fucking scary. And the people that you, you hold so close. Nothing, you can't put nothing past not a goddamn motherfucking soul. And it's like for what? I, that, that's to what, bust a fucking nut? Like, are you I'm fucking like, kidding me? You like, could not have been pressed over that much pussy. And vice versa, like, you, you can get pussy. And you could have got dick. Like, she's very fucking attractive. Why are you doing that? And I don't know. Like, I don't know. And I don't. I don't, I don't. I don't. I don't know much about Ryan's battle with depression or whatever. I don't. I don't know. Could it be that fucking steep to lead you to fuck your best friend's fucking baby mother? A year and a half, and then you keeping this secret, and you still just think about. The holidays and the birthdays and all, and y'all been no. in the same spaces doing this fucked shit. I'm telling you, like after that is clipped, like you are no longer my child's godparent. I you don't give off a fuck. With your head, like what are you doing? I don't give a fuck. Like even her, like you're just. I don't know where they even go from here because we're not going anywhere. Like it's clipped. Mm. It's done. Like well, I mean, because Ryan may seem like I mean I'm not saying that he may seem like everything is patched up, but he was like I've spoken to. Anthony and you know I've apologized to him etc it seems as though at least anyway like they had a conversation it sounds like but it seems like Anthony the baby mother like I said still liking Ryan's post Anthony Anthony reposted to his IG story and she was and he was basically like yo like she She, like you still carrying on I low key feel like she's really the ultimate victim in the situation low key why I just feel like the fact that she's still liking posts points to that fact. And also, too, like, I feel like in a lot of situations, like, I feel like the woman usually has the power because she could say whether or not, Mm -hmm. you know, and even if, like, she felt uncomfortable in the situation, she could have been like, yo, X, Y, and Z, like, Brian is trying to talk to me. That would have been clipped. So for you to really, like, continue to engage after all these years and to, like, be doing that for so long... Well, Loki re- lets me like Ryan is definitely like a villain as well, but I'm pointing fingers at her. I'm like, but also too, not for nothing. She gets the short end of the stick as well because we all know, like at the end of the day, niggas gonna dap each other up regardless. You get definitely. what I'm saying? So I'm not, I'm not saying like maybe Ryan and Anthony's relationship is not a hundred percent like it was before yeah but they'll be on better ground than you and him will ever be a hundred percent but i think the real trigger in this whole situation is the fact that the godchild oh yeah like, had I there been no godchild it would have been not okay but you get me like yeah, 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 it would have yeah, been yeah, more yeah. amicable yeah yeah yeah, yeah but exactly. given that there's a, a godchild involved that's what makes it really for ryan Ooh, yeah. You know? That's true. But through and through, like, they're both scum. They both get the checkmate of the week. Yeah. And that, that concludes this week's episode. 
Be sure to follow us on Instagram. At the Checkers Podcast. And follow us on Twitter. At the Checkers Pod. And tell a friend to tell a friend to check us out. Okay? Bye, y'all. Game over. This is Checkers. Baby, you was playing Checkers.